The news is the most important thing in the entire world. <laughs> many, many have considered the news to be the modern world's Jesus Christ and newscasters, the gods of Jesus. true. The gods who birthed Jesus themselves by creating the news. <laughs> the news. We love you. That's right. It's the news. I want to thank our uh, close personal friend Nick Mullen of Come Town. Well, the erstwhile comes ta- comes town. That's more. That's when you have more than one come in a town. <laughs> uh, now, of town course, full of comers. <laughs> now, of course, the Adam Friedland show, and we uh, wish them all the best with their uh, new endeavors. Now, having dropped uh, one of three members of the cast, but seventy eight percent by weight. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Stavros Halkius. We. Uh, I think we got to get into one thing really quick before the ice melts. <laughs> uh, so let's Scott, how much does a polar bear weigh? How much does a polar bear weigh? have to weigh? break the ice. Oh, boy. It's one of those episodes. <laughs> so let's drink all the melted ice in uh, in the glasses that we got three seconds ago because it's mm. it's one of those hot days. Is, is, Refreshing. Is it too much to ask that today is the last hot day recording i think it's supposed to rain starting tomorrow but then i think it's supposed to get hot again next week Hmm. it's gonna rain every day except for whatever day we record next week cool and then yeah so i mentioned this on the pod this has come up several times how uh when i was a teenager uh, my friends and i used to drink this thing known as jamaican style ginger beer yeah which is like a, you know, like a regular ginger beer, but it's got like a spicy kick to it. Stronger, yeah. It's got some real ginger to it. Uh, I don't think that it'll... Is there anything in the ingredients? Uh, ginger? Nope. Sodium water. Sugar. Sodi- sodium water is salt water. Yep. So oh, so these, <laughs> the, tr- the secret is it's made with ocean water? Yep. Natural flavors, citric acid, caramel color, and gum asabic great uh so i don't know the last time i saw this was maybe the year 2006 or 7 good years i guess they just decided bush administration i guess they decided it wasn't uh, a popular item is this a bush administration drink could be nice that's are we getting a third third round third round baby oh he's not allowed to though jeb exclamation oh mark. yeah <laughs> my boy yeb and his mexican wife <laughs> How can you be an immigrant and marry a Republican? I, I would shorten that question. Finds How way. can you be an immigrant? <laughs> you know what? Stay in your lane. <laughs> and by lane, I mean country. country. <laughs> so, uh, I happened to see it yesterday. It is President's Choice brand, which is uh, local jokes. Uh, get your local work. Uh, President's Choice is it, the... S- store brand of several Store brand chains. of one of the major chains in Canada. Yeah. Uh, so I... Which president? George W. Bush? It's... Exactly. Is it George W.'s choice? Uh, Good carbonation. I don't know how it's gonna taste. Uh Uh-huh. Because I feel like I've forgotten how it tastes. You do know that it's room temperature, and this ice is gonna have a lot of heavy lifting to do. Yeah. It sat on top of my fridge, uh... Because it didn't fit. For two days. Good. Uh, okay, I'm gonna pour. I have to put the microphone down to pour. Okay. Fill in the gap. I'll I'll walk us through it. She was, uh, dare I say, gingerly pouring the beverage. Nailed it. P.S. I'm filling the glass. 
Sure, why not? Get a whole fucking glass. Yeah, let's pound these bitches. Unless it's too spicy, I'll have to throw it away. Maybe. Do you like spice? <laughs> I do like spice. It's like a rum. It's like a spiced rum. This is Captain Morgan by soda. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. Okay, so let's... It, it almost immediately melted the majority of the oh ice. Oh, my God. Uh, because it is so hot. Oh, you did a fast pour. I don't fuck around. I, I don't have time... I don't have time to dilly-dally what's the, what's on... The, what's the bouquet? Why does mine look yellower than yours? Should we have uh, shaken... Oh, no, uh, I guess. It, it, I think it's just the lighting, but yeah. What do we got? It smells good. Yeah, that's nice. It's not the same. Too <laughs> <laughs> spicy. I have to go to the hospital. <laughs> do you shit your pants I sh again? Sh my also, Weed I was, and Jamaican ginger I was, beer? I was vaping while I was drinking. Ah. Have you still got the vape pen? Yeah. Or have you did, used it? There's all. some left. Oh no, it is. That second, that second sip. Yeah. Oh yeah. You get that burn. Yeah, it's got some ginger whoop to it. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like a spicy ginger, ginger ale. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe we drank like liters and liters and liters of that as kids. The uh, that Qu quarts and quarts and quarts for uh Sorry. for our American listeners. Uh this Pepsi Blue. And then a also made by President's Choice, Pomplamousse soda, which is French for grapefruit. So two thirds of your drinking routine was store brand. Was store brand. Love it. Yeah, you're you're real. Uh, you're a man of the people. You're working class. I would you know I would call you the uh, the Bruce Springsteen of soda drinkers. Thank you. I'm I'm the soda boss. Not the cake boss? Not the cake boss. Buddy... Cake boss. Valestro? Matthews. <laughs> yeah, Buddy Matthews. The... I don't... Uh, hot take? Hot take? I don't think adult Drew likes this. I don't think I like it. You've you've gone... You've gone sour on it? Yeah. Too spicy? Yeah, a little bit too spicy. Yeah, I, th I thought we'd, we'd find our way there. I thought we'd find our way to... To Drew's being a pussy corner. <laughs> I mean, I didn't shit my pants while drinking it, so... I... Look. Two out of three episodes, the last... You shit your pants. Damn unexpectedly. It. You're a pants shitter. God damn it. I'm gonna need... Here's the cap for you. I'm gonna need a new off. pair of pants. Yeah, now. <laughs> put on another pair of pants. I'm wearing a pair of pants. I don't know, I said put on another pair of pants. <laughs> put a pair of pants on. Put another pair of pants on. Yeah, I like it. Well, guess what? You don't. You just inherited the rest of a two-liter Jamaican-style ginger beer. What? What's the street value of that? About one dollar. One dollar full. One Canadian dollar. So full. now I don't know. Eighty cents. Eighty cents. Congratulations. Excellent. My lips are burning. Yeah, there's a little. Yeah, yeah. feeling on the lips. Yeah, yeah. See, now this is what I expected the Mountain Dew to taste like. Which is not at all. No, but that's no. what I expected it to be yeah. like. That you would taste it, and then it would be like, ooh, this is b way too burny. Yeah, no, the Mountain Dew is Lime Mountain Dew with Which is a touch of something at the end sometimes. Not even on every set. No, yeah. <laughs> they just sprinkle it in when they uh, when they think they can catch you off guard. The Should we get into some news? 
What do you think? Yeah, I guess we should do the podcast that we're do on. Do the podcast? Uh, I'm Drew. That's Scott. Uh, at Sarian Softpaws on most things. At not Scott Henson on just Twitter. What's my What's my litter box? Is it also not Scott Henson? Was I at sure. least consistent there? Let's sure. find out together. Go uh, Go to litter box. Not Scott Henson. Those are the two places and to get find me. out that uh, Scott uh, only follows me. And Adam. And Adam. Two for two. Uh, so all of his news feed is just the movies I've watched recently. Yep. Four stars on a rewatch for Enemy at the Gates. It's pretty fucking good. It's pretty fucking good. Did you... I like Khrushchev is played by Bob Hoskins, which is awesome. From Mario to Khrushchev. Yep. But he can... Own... Oh, no. I've, I've already... Uh, already refuted my own thesis i was gonna say you can only play axis powers and then i remembered that russia were the good guys in world yes, war they II. were <laughs> and technically still no. Are... Oh. no there's no good guys now i heard they're i heard they're getting all the nazis out of the uk norway's the good guys everyone else are bad guys i'm okay with that yeah because As... they're the right color sure they seem to have red, their... red blue and white <laughs> They are. Who's your favorite red, white, and blue? Norway. Norway. All the way. Norway, then Netherlands. Sure. Then uh, New Zealand. Yep. Um, I'm just trying to think of a bunch I can say before France and America. Uh, Luxembourg. I believe Luxembourg. Um, depending on your broad definition of red, white, and blue, Nepal. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Slovenia and Slovakia. Croatia. Croatia. Yep. Russia, obviously. Of course, yes. Goes without without saying. Uh, Chechia. No longer Czech Republic. Chechia. Oh, we can't even call it that? (sighs) They are no longer Czechs or Republics. They're Chechias. They're they're Chechians. Oh my god, they're Chechians. Yeah, that's too close to Chechnya. Well, maybe they are. Luckily... Chechnya is not together. a real country. That's true. It's just some bullshit in the Caucasus. Muslims in the Caucasus. <laughs> a Muslim white man who's really good at mixed martial arts. That's who's, the vibe. Who's completely unstoppable at mixed martial arts. Yeah. I like your... You know what? I like your review of Windy City Heat that we just watched the other day. Yep. Because and it actually leads us... segue To item one of the news. Uh, four to five stars from you for uh, Windy City Heat, an excellent under the radar movie. If people haven't seen it, go see it. I don't know. I'm in sure, theaters. I, I, I go see it in theaters. I'm sure it's streaming on all the big fl- platforms. Yeah. Uh, go go download Windy City Heat illegally because it's um. If you don't mind being kind of mean <laughs> to a clearly schizophrenic guy, <laughs> it's a pretty great movie. And also, he kind of, like, he's, I mean, the guy kind of deserves it sometimes. A little, a little bit. I mean, I, I was feeling bad until he said some real homophobic <laughs> shit. I'm like, okay, you deserve some of this. Yeah. Uh, your review, very ironic that Dane Cook would play Roman Polanski. It is, Drew, and why is that? Is it because a 50-year-old... Uh, Dane Cook, uh, once and future number one comedian in America. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
uh, has been engaged to, uh, has become engaged to longtime love Kelsey Taylor, age 23, which begs the question, Drew, how long time a love is she? If she's 23 now. Well, what's your definition of long time? Well, I love you long time. Yeah, but what's long? Uh, well, eight in- inches? Or is that just <laughs> average? <laughs> if eight inches is average, I am so screwed. <laughs> just ju- absolutely no hope. <laughs> no hope. Well... How, I believe there's information on how long they've been together. There is some information. Uh, Kelsey Taylor's uh, very cool and responsible parents. Yeah. Uh, just I, I believe just like dropped her off in Hollywood at age 13 and said, go fuck your way to the top. Yeah. And she took that to heart. Uh, mere two years later at age 15, mm-hmm. she uh, met. So eight years ago, so 2014. So Dan Cook still sucked. When they met. Well, I mean, Dane Cook always sucked, but Dane Cook was not popular even when they met. What was his peak? 2011? 2007? No, I think he was still doing, like... He did not... Somewhat bigger, like... Not maybe not arena shows. There's no way... He might have still been popular in 2011. Mm. He did not peak in 2011. Yeah, that's fair. By any means. When was the Vicious Circle? When was the Vicious Circle? Because that was, like... That was during the prime. I'm putting that 2008. Your thoughts? 2007. Over I under. think maybe under. I think under. Dan Cook, Viscous Circle. 2006 film? Really? Uh, go to my uh, litter box. I, I insist and that I do. look that up. And then read the review for it. Oh, this is fun. This might be just be a Dan Cook podcast. Uh, activity from friend. Oh, a uh, I see a. One half out of five. I don't think I ever watched or listened to this. I think it, cause he had his first two albums were what? Harmful oh, if swallowed yep. and retaliation. Yeah. Those I listened to. Yeah, me too. And I, I will cop to as, as a, a young man of, let's see, uh, four years old in, uh, yep. in 2005. I liked them. Yeah. I thought they were funny. I mean, he, he, he wasn't as hacky back. He then. swindled all of us. Yeah. He he. We all fell under the spell of yeah. Dane Cook. I, I'm not unlike poor Kelsey Taylor. Yes. Uh, so let's. So reviewed by Syrian Soft Paws, and a Letterboxed Pro user. I am. Pardon me. I didn't know I was in the presence of royalty. Uh, royalty. Correct. I'm the Duke of Letterboxd. <laughs> Dane Cook, Vicious Circle, 2006. I am shocked. It's 2006. I would have said his second album was 2006. No, you're wrong. I guess they were. But I guess he did them all pretty quickly. First, it would be yeah. 04, 05, 04, 03, 05. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one half out of five, which if we're uh, expanding our fractions to uh, integers and the numerator and denominator, uh, one out of ten. I got this as a birthday present from one of my best friends because, quote, he knew how much I loved comedy, end quote. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Darren Michael Domingo. If you're double D, if you're listening, DMD. Oh, is he DMD. a dentist? He could have been DMD, DMD if he got his shit together. Correct. Instead, he's a high school teacher. Fucking loser. Well, maybe he's fucking. Who, who maybe, smokes is a bunch of pot. Maybe, and maybe he's Dane cooking his way through the grade 11 class. I hope so. Uh, I think he teaches grade 10. Perfect. Guess right what in. grade Kelsey Taylor was in when there she met go. Dane Cook. Right in the wheelhouse. 
I love it. Yeah. Well, good for him. What a birthday present. Although, not to get sidetracked, uh, uh, but uh, one very funny birthday present that I, we gave to our friend Russell mm-hmm. uh, was... Uh, of Russell Athletics? Of Russell Athletics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we went to his house. We, we went to his house, forgot it was his... The reason we were going to his house was for his birthday. Tell me you gave him something from his house. Oh, that would be pretty good. <laughs> Uh, no, we told him we were going to get alcohol, even though we were too young to get alcohol. <laughs> Perfect. We're going to go find a, ho- a homeless man yeah. to pay to buy us alcohol. Uh, well, luckily, in, uh, where I grew up in Coquitlam, you could just go to the liquor store, stand outside, and somebody would buy you alcohol. Yeah. Like, just like a regular, non-creep, mm-hmm. non-weirdo, and you would just say, like, will you please just buy us a little bit of alcohol, and they would go buy you alcohol. Like, a, like a mom, an, like a dad, just like a random person going in the liquor store. Uh, so, we walked up to the village where the liquor store was, and we went to the Shopper's Drug Mart, and we got him a $4 DVD copy of the original Kings of Comedy. <laughs> hey, you could do worse. We then made him open it. And made everybody at the party watch it. <laughs> good. I mean, there's good stuff on it. Uh, you know, two of the four. Yeah, you got well, you got Bernie. Yeah, well, it, it's really funny because Bernie main events it, right? Yes. Even though he even is, though he's not the most popular, he's the least famous yeah. of the four at that time. But none of the other ones wanted to headline. None could touch him. They didn't want to wait to be on. That's the thing. I don't think it was waiting to be on. I think it was following Bernie Mac and no one. Yeah, could do probably. It. Yeah. Like, he's so much better than he's the rest the of He's the best black comedian. He's the best black comedian of all time. And then, I mean, St- Steve Harvey has his moments. Yeah, Steve could be funny. Is that, does he talk about doing war crimes in that one? I think How, so. If, like, if, if he, like, just send me to Iraq, I'll kill everybody. Women, children, I don't care. <laughs> yep, I think so. It's good stuff. Yeah. Then you got your uh, Cedric the Entertainer, which yep. I could do without. And, and uh, the they, David Lawrence Hughley. Dave Love Hughley. Time to find out what the DL is. Oh, he's on the down low. Down low, yeah. He's a gay Dick, peep. Dick Love and Hughley. It's Dick Love and Hughley. What do we got? American actor. That's a bold description of him, Wikipedia. Daryl Lynn. I should have guessed Daryl, actually. Yeah. Daryl. I wouldn't like, have got Lynn, I like Dick Love and Hughley. That's it, way better. Oh, he, he looks not... Uh, I guess people get older. Yeah. But uh, he looks like he got older. Whatever. He just kind of looks like old Kevin Hart. He kind of does. And probably still better at comedy than uh, current Kevin Hart. Yeah. Well, don't don't say homophobic things that you immediately apologize for. And 13 then, years ago. No, he did it right afterwards. Oh, sorry. sorry you're saying you apologize 13 years afterwards. Yeah. But no. yeah, he, he, he said he, it. He said the stuff. And then ago. apologized. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, you have to apologize again for it on the Oscars. No. Fuck you. I already did. The only time I will ever be on Kevin Hart's side. This is a real Johnny Depp situation. It Kevin is. Hart versus it the is. Oscars. I'm on Kevin Hart's side. Now, Kevin Hart versus Johnny Depp. Kevin Hart. I haven't given you the scenario. Don't care. Kevin Hart. <laughs> no matter what? Kevin Hart is at least a little bit charming. Yo, Johnny I, I, Depp. I forgot you like him because he's in movies with The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and also just like his own other thing. He's in other things. He was in Night School, which I didn't see. He's in, he was in a witch- Soul Plane. Night School, which I believe was my first... Well, ended up being 
related to my first tweet because I made the tweet before it happened. Right. But I believe my first tweet was, I hope uh, Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish make a movie together so I can hurry up and kill myself. And then like a few months later, night school wasn't like, Oh, Hey, look, here they, it is. They've, they've heard, they've, they've listened to the masses. Me, the masses of a man who just got Twitter. Mm -hmm. I actually had Twitter for eight or nine years. Like I registered my Twitter account in 2009 or 10. Mm hmm. Uh, the same I, one you have. The same one I have. Yeah. I, that's when I got Not Scott Henson. And I wanted it to be I Hate Scott Henson to match some other social media of mine, but it was one character too long. Idiots. Uh, I Hate Scott Henso. Henso. <laughs> and uh, right when I got it, I made the tweet, uh, Twitter sucks, hashtag what the fuck is a hashtag? Because hashtag was new yeah. to the zeitgeist at that time. And I... I think that was the only tweet I made between 09 or 10 to, I think, 2018 when I started tweeting at uh, at the behest of uh, the throngs of uh, adoring Twitter followers. I finished my ginger beer, did you? Uh, do you want to finish mine? No. Why not? Because you, you uh, got it all monkeypoxed up. I got it from you. You gotta, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, now I'm cleared up. I don't want to get it back. Ah. I don't want to just be you trading trading diseases back and forth like Keith Lee and me. You know, oh, wow. esoteric joke. Wow. <laughs> you don't want open sores on your genitals and hands and feet. No, hmm. I've got enough already. I've got enough without monkeypox. You know, I don't, don't want to throw that in the mix. Uh, uh, spots on your bodies because you have a sickness for a gay person is definitely not going to come up later. <laughs> Anyways, there. Uh, oh, can we do that? Uh, what, what's the best meme format? Probably the uh, probably the Drake, uh, uh, the 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 nah man in, in the first picture, and then the A in yeah. the second picture. Uh, spots uh, spots on your body because you have monkeypox. Nah man, uh, spots on your body because you're part snow leopard. Yeah. <laughs> Make it. Internet, make it. Internet. Somebody make that. Do it. I don't know. One of you. Come on. One we'll, of you cowards. We'll, we'll wait. <laughs> will we? Yeah. We yeah, we'll wait. We got all night. I'll wait patiently. Have you done it yet? Where is it? Now? Meow? Meow. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey Taylor's parents brought her to Hollywood when she was 13. She uh, met Dane Cook when she was 15. They were... Friends until she was 18, and then they started dating on her 18th or 15th birthday. <laughs> I like a good groomer. And even it he's, uh, I mean, even if he's a pock faced fat fuck like Dane Cook. Yeah, who you get, uh, off, get off drugs and your just head gets enormous, apparently. What was the. Someone stole all his money? His brother. His brother. Who he's actively sent to prison. Nice. And so his brother is in prison. And then there was a similar something with Nick Cage. That was his age manager uh, agent manager something. Agent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Happens a lot. Uh, there was also uh, Drew's my professional hockey league corner. Oh, there was also a hockey player whose uh, dad or mom was his business manager. Always and, uh, a good idea. Dad or mom, Jamie Spears <laughs> stole all of his money. Nice. Yeah. 
So he literally was, he'd played in the league for, I don't know, like 12 years and had no money. Wow. No money to show for it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Uh, that would be uh, Jack Johnson. That the, Jack Johnson. The mid-2000s singer-songwriter? Yeah, although I think he's still a things guy. Jack Johnson of... <sighs> Banana Pancakes is the only song I know. Gone Going. Okay. Possibly a collab with Handsome Boy Modeling School, which is why I know Oh. It. Let's, uh... That's where you used to reside from. That is where I used to be built from. And uh, I, I'm still from there. I'm just not billed from there anymore. I never left. That's true. <laughs> the handsome boy modeling school. Jack Johnson. You're, you're uh, the go. Pl- you're a player president. <laughs> exactly. Um, huh? Might you? Oh, ugh. I. Not even. Well, it's a collab. I wi- it... I wish it was with handsome boy modeling school oh. and not the black eyed peas. Ha! Yikes. With Fergie. Um, yeah, she'd be in the mix the by The body then. issue? I hope it's a neck down issue. <laughs> so what is Jax with Handsome Boy? Breakdown. Oh yeah, that's a good song. And what's like, what's I like his I don't, hit? I don't care for him at all. He's He, he was just like that part of that, uh, Jack Johnson kind of... John Mayer, Jason, da- Mraz. Jason Mraz, Daniel Powder, Daniel mid-2000s, Powder, mid two thousands, pussy uh, uh, male singer songwriter shit. Uh, who's the guy? You turn it around. What the? Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Oh, that's not the song I'm thinking of. Who's well, the other? Let's sing a different song. Who's the other guy you're singing Bad Day by that Daniel was Powder. popular around that time? That now on Twitter does a lot of self burns. Uh, that, oh, that's very funny. Uh, Michael Bay. No. Uh, Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. <laughs> no. Here's the thing. As much as I hate Michael Bublé, he was in legitimately my favorite Saturday Night Live skit of all time. Yeah. So I can never be I know. mad at him. Yeah. The. Uh, uh, Ham bubbly, ham bubbly, so good. Yeah. No. Ah, oh, what the what? Uh, something. Is there a James Gray? Is there? Oh, James Bay. There's, There's James May of Top Gear. There yeah. might all. There might be a James. There might be a James Bay. Is there a James Bay? James Bay singer. That could be him. And he does a lot of very. He's got a very funny Twitter. His his Twitter is very well, like his, comic. His first album was 2014. Oh, is that maybe? What's his What's his big single? Uh great question. We got uh, "Let It Go" and "Hold Back the River" seem to be his two. Oh. his two. Then big that's singles. not who I'm thinking. Yeah, there. James. Someone. James think, Blake. No. No. Somebody. There is a James listening Blake. Listening to right? this, he's kind of a probably. Oh, Cody. James Blunt. Maybe James Blunt. Yeah, I think it's James Blunt. What's James Blunt's big? Uh, oh, it, Blunt, big what, you're beautiful. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, his Twitter is very funny. Yeah, it's a ton of self owns. Oh, I like a self. And uh, he like I don't remember who he. Sorry, it's it's a lot of s- cell phones. Cell phones. <laughs> he uh, like he, Nokia, Samsung. Yeah, he does Sony unboxing Erickson. videos on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, I don't I don't remember who he tweeted at, but he tweeted at someone about um, like using his music as torture. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember oh, who it was though. 
That, yeah, that was a real thing. Yeah. Maybe in Guantanamo? Maybe. Okay, James Blunt, what do you got for me? At James Blunt. Uh, yeah. I think they might have used it. Or in like a hostage situation or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it was uh, earlier this year, New Zealand police tried a new tactic to get protesters, uh, protesters. to disperse. Gotcha. They played James Blunt's You're Beautiful at high volume, which he replied, at my suggestion, you joke-stealing turds. <laughs> Yeah, that's the guy. There is also yeah. James Blake. I think I like James Blake. He's like a. I feel like he's a, what? It, what do you call a white singer who sounds black? Blue, blue-eyed soul type. Yeah. Yeah. What? Um, yeah, I like him. What would you say? Who would you say is who your you favorite you Blake? Shelton. Is it Robert? I mean. That's a pretty high bar we've set already. Uh, okay. Give me, give me something possibly better than Robert. Um, because Shelton's out, because he didn't kill anyone. <laughs> I did have a professor at UBC named Robert Blake. The but? year after the Robert Blake murder, uh, and so he uh, Bob Blake. No, he it just had to do uh, probably an intro the first day of class different than he had had to do <laughs> uh, all previous years. Uh, yeah, the, uh, you know, I, I welcome to, I don't know, or, Organic Chemistry 302. Uh, I'm Robert Blake. Not that one. <laughs> I'm not the one that did the bad thing. <laughs> Man. Uh, as we are recording right now, is this breaking ass news? Uh, some some shits going down. Oh, uh, local shit. Oh, because you know how they're tearing down all of the tents on Hastings today. Yeah, uh, how's that going? Shits going down. <laughs> I can I see that. I don't think you and I are going to be able to go uh, anywhere in the city in a few hours. <laughs> okay, we're going to be on full. Lockdown. <laughs> Citywide lockdown. Citywide lockdown. Uh, yeah, I can see that going poorly. Every police officer available in the low in the greater Vancouver area is downtown on Maine and Hastings. So you're telling me that every police officer Every available. Sure. Not but, the ones that are off today. Those ones aren't there. But everyone who's working today working for the weekend. Is busy. Is busy. So if we were to say go somewhere else in the city, yeah. and do crimes, yeah. what kind of crimes? They would be, I don't know, download torrents or something. Can I ask you a question? You Maybe may. you know the answer. Maybe you don't. I don't know. You're a smart guy. Sometimes. Thank you. Why? Uh, why was it such a big deal to to cut tags off of mattresses? I don't know. I do, I do not have a good answer. What the to that. fuck was that? I don't know why it was illegal <laughs> to cut tags off of mattresses. Yeah, so weird. No, I I I know what you're talking about, and I wish I had a good answer. In the answer. comfort of my own home, I can't remove a tag from my mattress. What? It's carbon. I'm carbon. What's the problem? I don't know. Apparently, there is a problem. I know. Uh, but yeah, it looks like there's going to be a big. Uh, uh, Social justice warriors defending crackhead homeless people versus police police uh, shakedown today. Uh, what uh, what side should we join? 
I mean, there's only one uh, colors lives that matter. <laughs> and I think we should choose the right one. True. I'm a real Mark Calloway adjacent man. Look, we don't have. Look, it's it's an act. It's an actual fact. It's, it's we don't have black people in Vancouver, so that movement doesn't exist here. So, but we at the end of the day, every city needs a BLM. Yeah. So what's left? Blue. Blue. These colors don't the, bleed. These <laughs> colors don't bleed. Call back last episode. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure that by the time you hear this uh, podcast, uh, the majority of downtown Vancouver is just burning on, on to the ground. Fire. Yeah, it's uh, it's Canucks not winning the Stanley Cup too. Ooh, that was a good one. Even though that had nothing to do with hockey or the Stanley Cup. No. But I do like that they did actually catch quite a few people. Yep. It took them a while, but it like it took them years. Years, in some like cases. they only started prosecuting people in like 2018. Yeah, what, and that was 2011. Eight, 11, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there are a lot of like that's more cop cars than are usually on fire. Yeah, <laughs> in uh, in Vancouver. Oh, that's definitely not going to come up later. Cars on fire. There was a bit of cars on fire. That's that is very true. That will uh cars on fire. Cars on fire. Um oh, how about this for a segue? Cars on fire, Britney Griner. <laughs> and go. Just cuz it matches. Yeah. Um yeah, so I don't know everybody else uh this is Drew's I'm going to call it minor league uh, basketball news because uh, even professional women's basketball is minor league, minor leagues. Uh, have you seen those videos online where people are like, would you rather have this free courtside ticket to a WNBA game or one dollar? <laughs> and they only ask men. And I have not. Seen and that. every single guy takes the one dollar. Give me the buck. Yeah. There's there's also a, a couple people that are like, uh, neither. <laughs> they don't want the free dollar. They don't want the free dollar, but they also don't want to take there strings attached. WNBA game. Um, I I mean, yeah, knee jerk reaction. I would take the buck. I would take the dollar. Um, b- but I did just for some reason watch the uh, three part thirty for thirty on the nineteen ninety six U S Women's Dream Team. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's and uh, if uh, I would take the courtside ticket if I get to fuck Rebecca Lobo. (laughs) That is a reasonable trade. Yeah. Otherwise, the buck. If I'm only fucking... What about Cheryl Swoop? Uh, No. uh, 1996 Cheryl Swoops? Sure. Yeah. 2022? No. What about about uh, Cheryl Miller? She She wasn't on the team. Oh, yeah. I guess she was before that. I guess, or after. But then you, then you could, uh, you could pretty much say that your brothers with Reggie. That's pretty sick. I'm Eskimo brothers with, with Reggie because we both Cause fucked both his sister, sister Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? That is a fair trick. Yeah. I was gonna say Google the most attractive women in the WNBA, and uh, Google will come back with pictures of men. <laughs> <laughs> did you mean the most attractive men in the NBA? Did you mean Dirk Nowitzki? <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look her up now and see what she looks like. I know there's one really cute one uh, who's like very like younger, like just got drafted like last year. Uh, Brittany Griner? Uh, no, she's actually old and gross. Brittany Grinder. Um, Brittany what? Grinder. <laughs> Grinder. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would. I don't know. I don't know if that's a very attractive woman. Oh no, she's way uglier in 1996 than now. Oh, the, ah, I got it the other way around. Yeah, no, I, I mean, and every other one, that's the case. Every other yeah, one, they're hotter in 96. Gotcha. But yeah, Rebecca fixed something between then and now. Yeah. But she, in like in her interviews, she looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. She aight. Yeah, b- bit of a long face. Yeah, but um, well, she's also like six foot nine. I don't think she's that big, but she's she she's a big. she's a tall woman. She's big. You don't know. You think she's six nine? She's Le- six four. Lisa Leslie is the tallest woman in the world, and she's six foot three. That is fair. <laughs> no, I think I think Leslie's six seven. And she she aged well too. Lisa Leslie aged well. Uh, none of the options you're giving me are good. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's one, there's one actual hot one. Uh, let me see if I can find her name. Mm. Uh, no, you're not. Is it possible oh. she doesn't have a name? Uh, Skylar Diggins-Smith. I like what's going on name-wise there. Uh, she's, she's actually pretty hot. I, I, I like oh, and Diggins who's, a lot. Uh, hello, who's this one? <laughs> hello. Oh, whoa, who's this? Don't don't do whatever you're doing, Amazon. I don't want things added to my wish list. Thank you. Oh, she she's like glamorous. Oh, she's like a regular looking woman and not a lesbian yeah. basketball player. She's all she's all made up, all pretty. Yeah, she's hot. Uh, look up. Uh, I will. Arella A R E L L A. Arella, and then her last name is Garantes. G U. It filled it in for me. I She seems pretty cute. Okay. Yeah. There's a white one? No. With a... Shut up. What a, with shut a up. Swedish last no, name? No, shut up. Although the Swedes do grow them tall. Uh, Katie Lou Samuelson. Katie Lou Samuelson. Okay. Yeah. I'm learning things. Uh, she's, got, she's got a nice girl next door vibe. Uh, how about Monique Billings? How about just Monique? No. I'm good, thanks. No? How about Brandy? Oh, Monique's good. So now we got Billings versus Biggins. Biggins. B- Diggins. Diggins, Biggins. No, Diggins. it wasn't. I would have I would have laughed Biggins. more at Biggins. <laughs> Diggins Smith. Well, I, look, I learned something Ooh, new today. There. I want that black athlete shirt that Monique Billings is wearing. Where do I get the that? The black athlete? Yes. I want that shirt. Oh, this list has a rank number 14. Well, that's bullshit. Who do you think is hotter? Give me number one. No. Who, who do they think? Not 13. <laughs> uh, not 11. Uh, 9-11. Not 10. Here's here's a statement that I'm willing to make out loud that's going to get me in a lot of trouble in the Uh-oh. future. Um, I, I've probably said it in the past, and it's slipped through the cracks. Um, I don't... Let's get it back on the record. ...overly find black women that attractive obviously there are exceptions but i feel like given the opportunity there's gonna be like 
a million Asians and Latinas and whites first. Uh huh. Other than like the very hot black women. I don't know what it is. I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just like no, no. Keep keep you're, digging. You're you're, you're allowed to have your preferences of like it. It's not racism. It's like the equivalent of being a size queen. Sure. Does it uh, does it make you think of chocolate too much, and then you get hungry and not horny? Yeah, I guess. Uh, look up number two. There's no picture for her. I don't know why. Okay. Uh, Cheyenne Parker. C h e y e n n e. Cheyenne Parker, WNBA. Because it says she's number two, but there's no picture of her. She's she's fine. Oh yeah. She she's she, a tall black lady. She's an she's an athlete. Number one. Yeah. Is uh she's okay. Uh, Liz Cambage. Wow. It's the first Liz that comes up. Oh, weird. Really? I guess she must be good. Before Lizzo? Before Eliza Minnelli? Before Liz Lemon of 30 Rock? Before Publicity? Before Publicity? It has her ranked number one from, uh, whatever this is. This one. Yeah, she, I mean, I don't love her on the court. There was a picture on the thing. She's good. She's good dolled up. She's got big old titties. She's got big old titties. I'll give her that. If nothing else, a nice pair. Nice pair. Uh, what's Okay, here's a different list. Who's who's it got number one? It, chim, there's a girl named Chimney. Oh, I, I thought that it was going to go so much worse. Uh, it also has her ranked as number one, so maybe she's the hottest. Her name is Chimney? Chimney? It's not Chimney. I, 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 it was it was ethnic, and I didn't read it. Yes. But- <laughs> uh, two lists in a row have had Liz Cambage, so I guess she's the one. All right. Uh, this one's got Skylar Diggins as numbered. Oh, we got it. We got this. Uh, Is this that list her has- standing next to Shaq, and they're not much different in height. Guess so. What the fuck? She's like six nine, I think I saw. Well, that makes sense. She's Shaq's six, nine. like seven, seven, one or two. Okay, this one, this one's got a new number oh, one. Oh yeah, no, she. Oh, she is towering over these oh. other men. She's a huge bitch, big old bitch. Uh, that one had Cheyenne Parker as number one, and this one has who's number one? Show me the hottest woman in the WNBA. And I'll show Did you. you mean NBA? Yeah, that's what I thought it would give me. Uh, this one has. I uh, can't. Nope. This is not. Oh, her name is Chinny. C H I N E Y. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, Ogwimike? Ogwimike. But Sounds... that's not who's number one. She's good. Number one She's is good. Jennifer Lacey. Jennifer Lopez. Show me. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer. What is it? Lacey. Spelled? L A C Y. Let me see why. Nope, that's not her. Well, that's Jennifer Lacey. That's not who it showed me. Well, but I'm I'm just typing what you told I'm me. I'm just I'm just reading the news. Just boys being boys. Not her. Uh oh. Uh yeah, I guess that's her. Hmm. She ate. Anyways, how do we get on to attractive WNBA uh, boy? Brittany Griner oh, yeah, and Griner. why she's wrong. <laughs> why it's her fault. And go. Uh, so if you've heard the news, uh, she got busted uh, in Russia. 
Uh, she got arrested and put in jail because they found uh, minimal amounts of vape oil, marijuana vape oil, that uh, she claims she has no idea how it got in her bag. However, even though she smokes weed, however, she does smoke weed openly. She has the doctor's notes for the weed. Um, so it's not like it's, it's a, fine here. It's not. Yeah, it's not like it's a case of like, I don't even smoke weed. How would I have weed? I don't even own a TV. Uh, that. Uh, so she got busted um, and she got busted face. Um, she is busted. Yeah, she's busted. Uh, and they sentenced her to nine years in prison, which is. Uh, harsh even by their standards. Harsh even by their standards, but obviously they're trying to make a fucking example. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Maybe... Also, she's an enemy combatant. She's clearly a spy. Yeah. And this is a, she's all about espionage. She's, yeah. um, she's Mission Impossible. <laughs> she is. She, she's Rogue Brittany Nation. Griner is Mission Impossible. She's Rogue Nation. Yeah. Not uh, a ghost protocol? Or a ghost protocol. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe if you're going... To a country where things aren't the same as home. Yep. Maybe check your fucking luggage. I would. I'd give before it before you go. I'd give it a once over before I went. Uh, if I knew that uh, that I regularly used a substance that's very illegal there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe a little quick check. Also, sure. um, I don't know. Don't trade a war criminal for her. Yeah, because that's that's what they're trying to do now. That's what they're trying. To, the U.S. is trying to get back a a guy who was like a contractor who they claim was a spy. Yeah, and the Russians are trying to get back a war criminal, a, a man who was actively searching out people that wanted to kill Americans. Yes, so he could sell them weapons. Yeah, in America. In America. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, well. That seems like a fair trade. A woman's basketball player and a uh, a business guy for a war criminal. Yeah, seems fair. I mean, I don't want to sound insensitive, but uh, let the bitch stay in jail. <laughs> like it's it's not you. You can't look at it as like there's an American trapped in a in a Russian prison and we have to get her out. Doesn't matter the cost. Well, yeah. The cost is she made a stupid mistake on her own, yeah. and now we're going to well, we the U.S. would be letting out a dangerous criminal. Yeah, yeah, it is a. It's not really like an apples for apples trade. No, is is the issue? Like if we or if America, why do we? Why do we keep I don't, saying I don't that know. we're America? I don't know. It's very sad. This is America. If if we had. Uh, you just did it again. I know well, that was on purpose. If we had a like a a dumb bitch Russian female basketball player, <laughs> then great, yeah, one for one, yeah, everyone's happy. We can do like we we can do a bridge of spies, sure, with them, sure. But, but uh, yeah, when you throw a war criminal into it, yeah. it does it does complicate the matter. Now, what if they were to take? Okay, here's a fair trade. Mm -hmm. We get. Dumb bitch woman basketball player. Mm -hmm. We get a businessman guy who didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They get their war criminal. Uh-huh. They also have to take war machine with them. Oh. They get war machine. They have to. They have you to. You have war to take machine. him with your war criminal. Yes. <laughs> now for those Is that who, a fair trade? 
That's a pretty good trade for those who don't know War Machine, because yeah. it, it's not Don Cheadle. John Copenhaver, I, I believe, so a former uh, like UFC Ultimate Fighter competitor. Yep, who uh, was a battle a bad UFC fighter uh, was then dating a uh, female porn star and was making, uh, to be honest, kind of a pioneer in the OnlyFans game. Because before yes. OnlyFans was a thing, yeah. the two of them were making like homemade Home porn, porn and distributing it online. Yeah. So also, fun, fun fact: uh, there are uh, there are three famous John Copenhavers. There's a judge. Maybe it's uh, his dad. Could be, uh, but I'm going to say no. Uh, there is a judge, there is the uh, the mixed martial artist and other cool things, and a third John Copenhaver who is listed via the internet as author of novels. Nice. <laughs> and I very much enjoy that terminology. That's pretty good. I like that. Uh, so uh, he and said porn star, whose name I won't remember, Brandy May, perhaps? Jenna Jameson. Brandy with an I, May spelled M-A-E. Is that it? I think. Brandy May? Is she like dark hair and Brand- tattoos? Brandy May porn videos. So there is there is a Brandy May porn Put star. Safe, surf- safe search off. Uh, no, oh, that's l- not her. L- look at what is going on. No, that's not her. The, I, I can't express to you via audio how much real estate is between her tits yeah it (laughs) it's crazy she's been working on her sternum muscles it's reverse cleavage yeah it really is there is i think i might have just outed myself as following her on twitter or something i really think you might have just look up john copenhaver beats up girlfriend and i'll tell you her name she is jacked yeah and her tits are d- defy everything All I knew. logic. John Copenhaver, porn actress. Chrissy something. Chrissy Teigen. Christy Mack. Christy Mack. Christy That's Mack. If anyone wants to see the porn star that War Machine John Copenhaver beaten raped the shit out of well no not entirely it's they Christy broke Mack. up okay she uh started dating somebody else yeah so that's he on got, that's on her he got high on drugs yes he did went to her apartment mm-hmm. beat the shit out of the new guy yeah tried to rape her uh-huh but he was too fucked up on drugs to get an erection <laughs> so right. he couldn't uh, yeah, and then just beat correct. her up and yeah that is how it went down. Well, that's a if you can't if you can't get it up, then you have to hurt her. <laughs> it's her fault. Uh, it, it, hey, the glitch. If you <laughs> if you wanted Drew's quote of the week, uh, might I suggest that if you can't get it up, you have to hurt her. <laughs> Uh, I believe this all happened in 2017, Mm -hmm. uh, and it may shock you that he went to jail for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did we know that a little... (laughs) 
Uh, this went from good to great. Uh, what I thought was a news article from 2019 <laughs> yeah. titled War Machine Getting Married Friday in Prison to Pen Pal. Nice. I thought that's a fun story. Then I saw it's not so much a uh, news headline as it is a post from <laughs> anabolicsteroidforums.com. Nice. Yes. <laughs> nice. So what's his fiance's name? Ooh, good question. Uh, links to the TMZ article. Is he da- is he marrying the other John Copenhaver? Oh my god, the ninety six year old judge mm-hmm. or the author of author novels? Of novels. Uh, he will marry Ashley Farrington at okay. a Lovelock Correctional Center in Nevada. Nevada. Show me her tits. Neva. Show me her tits. Ashley Farrington. It auto-completes Ashley Farrington War Machine. They know where their bread's buttered. Um, safe search is off, but I'm not seeing a lot of tits. I'm seeing a lot of nice pictures of them together uh, in what in in front of what appear to be like green screened photos. Because I guess the photo I, the jails do green screen photos, so you can pretend your picture's not in jail. I think so, yeah. That's kind of nice. Is she hot? I don't know. Why are we so mad at the prison system? I don't have glass on. Is she hot? She, uh, oh, she's trash. She's trash. She's, she's uh, I mean, total trash. I mean, she looks oh, scroll like... down. Scroll down again. Oh, there's the picture of Chrissy Mack's face. This one? Uh, yeah. Uh, this oh, one? Oh, that's bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, she got she got he, beat up. He really fucked up. She got beat up real bad. He uh, He's not... He's not a nice man. He, I would go as far as, and he has made some tattoo choices. Yeah, oh yeah, but he had those when he was a fighter. No, I know, but yeah, he's. Oh, he's smiling. He, he seems happy. When you're smiling, <laughs> yeah, but she definitely looks like the kind of bitch who would write to in prison and then marry a guy arrested and put in jail for many years for aggravated assault on his last girlfriend. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that is that is Ashley Farrington's vibe. So shout out to the new Mrs. John Copenhagen. <laughs> Congratulations! You did it. I hope nothing goes bad. I hope you like having your cheekbones rearranged. <laughs> you didn't need that orbital bone. What Now uh, imagine... Busting on her face and then punching it so hard that you break her orbital bone. Which order is better? I mean, it's either way. Both are both are great. Punch and bust or bust and punch? Punch then bust. I like punch then you, bust. You, your punching causes you to bust. Certainly. Yeah. Like you're, you don't need any sexual stimulation. You Besides just need violence. You just need to hurt. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound good at all. As long as you're causing violence. All I need to bust is violence. <laughs> I'm a real war machine. Yeah. I'm a real war machine type. I, uh, I need to punch a lady in the face so that my nuts explode. <laughs> um, was there any other pressing news? Well, we did. We had breaking news for uh, Vancouver on fire and how we're, we're on lockdown now. And you live with me now. You're my new dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing your bedtime to 8 p.m. That's like my get-up time. Well, I'll tell you. This is going to be trouble. The, yeah, I don't know if we have uh, anything else present. Anything, uh, anything grinding your gears lately? How you doing? You feeling good? What, what's your, what, what's your, like, baseline emotional? I don't know. Right now? I'm, I'm pretty 
chillax, bro. Good. What's uh? How's what, your rash? What time are we looking are we, at? Are we talking about your rash? It's gone. Good. I'm all cleared up. Great. You know what I was going to suggest? Okay. How much time we got? What are we at? Fifty-five. No, we can end it now. Podcast over. See ya. <laughs> uh, when we Give get him a when, teaser for next time. When I get my nice fancy new gear on Friday. On Friday. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one day you and I should uh, hire or find for free um, a, uh, a photographer. Yes. Because we need to get new profile pics and yes. and promo pics. Yeah. Um, but we should also take a little drive uh, up to Furry Creek. Yes. And get pictures in front of yes. the sign. Oh, I can't believe. You've never I, done that? I've never done it. In gear. But let's absolutely do that. Yeah. yeah. We need to go to Furry Creek. I agree. I'm into that. Drew, I like I Hey, like, I like where your head's at. Hey, did you ask people to give us money yet? I didn't ask people to give us money. Hey, people, <laughs> give us money. Send it to paypal.me slash notscotthenson. Paypal.me slash N-O-T-S-C-O-T-T-H-E-N-S-O-N. Not my uh, old Twitter, I hate Scott Henso. <laughs> Let's see if I can register that right now. <laughs> Let's see if it exists. I'm not going to register it. Twitter.com. What if you look... Is are, is there another Scott Henson that's like at Scott Henson? Good question. Let's try I hate Scott Henso. This account doesn't exist, so someone feel free to <laughs> jump on that one if you want. And uh, yeah, Twitter.com slash Scott Henson. I'm sure that exists. Account suspended. Oh, There's a bad boy Scott Henson what out did there. Scott do? Ooh. I'm intrigued. What's your story at Scott Henson? Oh, that's uh, that's interesting. Very interesting. I wonder if he was retweeting inappropriate images. I wonder if he was just retweeting my tweets and somehow he got he suspended got, he got for going. the retweets and I didn't for the original. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> wonder where he was on January 6th. <laughs> He's Republican Scott Henson. Oh, so Scott Henson. So Scott Henson. <laughs> I like this guy. I want to meet this man. At Scott Henson, if you're listening, hit me up. Let's let's collaborate. Let's do uh let's do a Jack Johnson and Handsome Boy Modeling School. <laughs> I wonder if anybody looks up their name of Scott Henson and then finds you and is disgusted by what they found and I'm, then they and then they kill themselves <laughs> that, that's bold but i like it um yeah i i hope uh pre-suspension that uh someone came looking for me at not at at scott henson and uh didn't like what they saw yeah and were it turned off me forever well your loss it wasn't me it was some guy who probably has similar beliefs to me. It, w- it wasn't you, but they caught you on the counter. It's uh, They're calling it the Shaggy defense. <laughs> Literal video footage of you having sex on the floor of the bathroom, but it's not you. Even caught me on camera. Yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Really, Shaggy? And, and who, who... What? Shaggy was giving the advice. Singing was... I don't know. Ravon? Ravon, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, what's, uh, what's Shaggy's legal government name? Shaggy Two Dope? Uh, no, that's a different Shaggy. I think it is. I think it's. Uh, or- Orville Richard Burrell. I was gonna go Donald Shagwell. <laughs> oh. Orville. 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 Like the show. And, uh, I don't wanna. 
uh, say that Santa Claus doesn't exist, but the voice you hear on songs, it it's not his voice. It's just, he just does it. Yep. Sorry, guys. He's only 53. Yeah, I can see that. He oh, was his... big. I mean, he would have peaked late 90s, early 2000s. His son's a rapper. Nice. Uh, Rob Banks. Rob with two Bs, Banks spelt with a dollar sign at the end. Oh, that's a lot going on with that name. <laughs> Richard O'Neill Burrell. Cool guy. Orville. Fucking Orville. Hold on, seat. Oh, he has an order of distinction of the country of Jamaica. Well, he's the biggest export. He is Orville Richard Burrell CD. Nice. Which is... Uh, Good, good thing it wasn't him, or else they might not be able to give him the recognition. True, they can't give they can't give an order to an adulterer. But luckily, <laughs> it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Well, it wasn't Rayvon. Shaggy didn't. Do oh anything. yeah, it, that's fair. Yeah, right. That's fair. I like the idea of a slightly older mentor telling you. Just tell her it wasn't you. Just she's a stupid woman. Just lie. She's not gonna know what's up. No. So she's just just tell her it's bullshit, and she's gonna let you do it. I would like to make an emergency <gasps> oh, apology. No. It's not Rayvon. That was a different duet with Shaggy. This is Rick Rock. Ah. R i k r o k. Ricardo Rick Rock Ducent. Cool. Yeah. So I just wanted to get that on the record. All right, Rayvon, okay. you're cool. I believe the Rayvon collab was called Two Way, a song about pagers. Sick. In the 2000s. Although Jamaica. Jamaica probably just got him. <laughs> I don't think it was 2009. <laughs> it wasn't what, me. You're telling me Jamaica was uh, late to the pagers game? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the West Indies were not on like the, the West Indies technological vanguard of the, the world. West Indies. Are we not doing West Indies anymore? No, I like West Indies. No, it's on. fun. Caribbean's boring. Where's uh where's the where's the Dutch Antilles? It's in there. There's just a little island chain sitting around in the Bermuda Triangle somewhere. Hmm. Are we still doing Bermuda Triangle stuff? I feel like I haven't heard anything about uh, it in thirty no, they, years. They solved it. <laughs> they turned uh they turned the top side right right ways. <laughs> and no more problems. Yeah. No one no one's getting sucked into the shadow realm anymore. Yeah. Did they find Amelia? Uh, yeah, they found her uh, in Japan in 1939, where she was tortured to death. <laughs> you've heard you've heard that conspiracy theory, right? I have, and I like it. A and lot. you've seen that that picture that is supposedly of her, yes. on the dock with her. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you navigator or whatever it was? Yep. Yeah, that one I actually kind of believe. I, I would, I, I would kind of believe that she died as a POW in Japan during World War II. Yeah. Hold on, I just saw something that I liked. Oh, I was looking at the the charting of "It Wasn't Me," and uh, it peaked uh, at number one in uh, one of our red, white, and blues, France. And you know, how, uh, the U.S. has the uh, the RIAA, and that that's how everyone does their. That's what each country. It has their governing body of music. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Australia is the A-R-I-A. Uh, France's. F-A-G. 
Francis is the Syndicat National de l'Edition Phonographique, or SNAP. Nice. Francis R-I-A-A is SNAP. Sick. That's very cute. You gotta go, France. Yep. And start recording. I could. You could be a, a SNAP certified gold record. Sick. <laughs> well, good thing I spent all those years learning French in high school. Yep. I did uh, 11 years of French. The most French yeah. I can say is the lyrics from a me- uh, Megadeth song mm. that the chorus is sung in French. And it's about saying goodbye to your friends and sorry that you're killing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to learn some French... That would be the French to learn. That isn't. Yeah, considering I took eleven years of it, I am very poor at it. I can, uh, as with many languages, even languages I never took academically, I uh, am very good at just uh, reading it out loud with good pronunciation. You are, but I, I don't know. I have, what, I have witnessed what this means. live. But, and, yeah, yeah. My, I... my comprehension is dog shit. Like I remember on, on a Twitch chat, something someone had me read something in in Danish. Yeah, which I I hadn't seen the language before. They're like, that sounded really good. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I don't know what it means, but uh, yeah, I, I can usually like wor- work my head around what it's I, supposed to sound Scott, like. D- d- hear me out. <laughs> Happy to do it. I would be very cautious of just about reading what something on the internet. Oh, no, I, I have no doubt it was the N-word over and over in Danish. Or just like Death to America. Yeah. Like, uh, praise... uh, Was one of the Danish words Allah? Yeah, it came up. Oh, okay. Well, uh... Why? I think it's okay. (laughs) It's fine. I think it's fine. (laughs) You know what else is fine? Bonfire of the Vanities, 1990. A fine film by by a fine director, Brian... Of Palma. I'm translating of, that from uh, Italian to of English. Of course. Noted Italian Brian De Palma. Although he might be Italian. I would assume... I don't know. What, I don't, I'd assume I, that's what the name is. I don't assume things anymore. Does it make an ass out of you and me? Uh, or Yeah, I'm, I'm more concerned about making an ass out of me than you. I don't give a shit what happens You don't to mind you. Uh, horribly embarrassing me? Nope. He's from Newark, New Jersey. He's 100% Italian. Nice. Uh, his Italian American parents were Vivienne De Palma, née Muti, and Anthony De Palma, an orthopedic surgeon, the son of immigrants from Alberona province of Fagia. Sorry, Fogia. <laughs> I misspoke. Give me the, uh, give me the pasta fagioli. It's pasta fagioli. <laughs> pasta fagioli. I've... I bet you that there is a gay Italian restaurant somewhere in the world. Where you can order the pasta fagioli? I bet you it's true. <laughs> I like that a lot. I'm going to look it up. No, I'm not really. What do we think about 2019 Brian De Palma movie Domino? I'm going to watch it. Are you? You got. Oh, yeah. It's got uh, Game of Thrones people yeah. in it and Guy Pierce. Yep. Those are things I like. Nikolai Koster Waldau and yep. uh, Candace. Carice. Carice. Van Houten. Van Houten. Milhouse's sister. Van Houten, uh, the, the Red Witch, the, who's, uh, who is super important. Who's very important early in the series and then very much forgotten about. Um, I, 
I was going to look up facts before, and then I didn't, so I'm going to trivia it now. Instant trivia? Well, I'm just going to read it through if there's anything good. Usually I like to, but uh, I didn't this time. That's a good story. So, we're doing the uh, the Kim Cattrall vehicle. Yes, we are. <laughs> Bonfire of the Vanities, uh, stemming from her uh, star turn in Crossroads, where she plays... Uh, Britney Spears' deadbeat mother for, uh, I don't know, a three-minute scene. Or less than that, probably. Uh, but we needed to do this to get to next week, so fucking bear with us. And there's some fun stuff in this movie, so what are you whining about? It's a 1990 Brian De Palma movie. It's not going to be bad. Uh, interesting fact I just found out. I love that, facts. Uh, Brian De Palma a actually wanted John Lithgow to play Sherman McCoy. Oh, I like that. Yeah, me too. I think that I think that actually kind of fits better. Not like Tom Hanks isn't good. No, Tom was good, but, I, but I'm, I I'm picturing much, Lithgow, and I yeah. like it a lot actually. And and Lithgow's a De Palma boy. Yes, but and apparently uh, Tom was cast because producers wanted the fucking character. producers. Yeah, because the producers wanted the character to seem. Uh, somewhat likable as a person, and they didn't feel that <laughs> Lithgow was too likable. Evil. <laughs> I'll give you well, that. He had just he had no. just done Raising Kane. Yeah, he, he had just done Raising Kane. Yeah, John Lith. Uh he did. Where are we at? Look at all that good stuff you've done, John. I uh, just done Out Cold. When was... Ah! Oh, what a crazy human being. No, Raising Cane was after. Oh, okay. But he's been lots of bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, well, Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, and uh, the uh, world, according to Garp, he plays a trans woman. He does. And was cut out of L.A. story. Hmm. Uh, anywho, movie starts off with... Uh, with... Bruce, Bruce Willie. With young, hot... Movie star, full head of hair, Bruce Willis. As opposed to old, bald, sad... Can't read, can't, can't read talk. or remember that he was a movie star, Bruce yeah. Willis. And now I'm bummed out. I'm very disgusted that he had sex with Demi Moore's giant bush. <laughs> I think it's a monster. It's it's a lot going on. It uh, That bush is anything but Demi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a full book. So Bruce Willie is um, an, a writer. Also. But no writer is as famous well, I, as I wrote, Bruce Willis in, in this opening scene. I wrote, uh, imagine a world where an author is yeah. the most famous person in the world and they keep their opinions about how many genders there are to themselves. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> the very idea. Yeah, but he's like a superstar. So, like the like the he it's like he's the guy who wrote the Bible. <laughs> he's Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's who wrote the Bible, right? I believe so. Jesus Christ he wrote the, the New Nazarene. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, the it, it starts off with him just being sort of like a complete like lush party animal like living up the successful yeah, he's, lifestyle he's constantly trashed constantly trashed and uh he's trying to fuck everything yep uh he drags a girl he doesn't know also cool how old is she 
Well, I don't know. Uh, drags her into a. I'm not asking a, Into an elevator because he's gonna try and fuck her, but then he's so drunk that he forgets that's what he was gonna do. And then he, he takes and a handful. There's of a bit, there's salmon. a big like catering uh, table there, and he yeah, just takes a big old meaty handful of salmon and takes a big bite. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. And then throws at the wall when he gets off. Yeah, he's a yep. he's a wreck. He's, he's a, mess. a mess. Yeah. Um. So the the reason behind this is that his novel has is the like most popular book of all time like new york's number one bestseller 740 <laughs> weeks in a row yeah and uh i so th- this starts something that confused me until maybe like 40 minutes into the movie so we get a voiceover of him and he's talking about the character in the book Yes. Uh, which is played by Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. who is a uh, a high-rolling uh, Wall Street uh, uh, bond, trader. Bond trader. Before we get to more Hanks stuff, I, I had just written down from the, the opening scene with, uh, with Bruce Willie. I said, uh, you know what? You can either open your movie with a big, beautifully choreographed long shot like this movie, or you can fuck off. No. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because it's a bit, the whole first yeah. scene with like Limo, with, with all the credits going off is is all yeah. one shot. Lots of people, lots of moving parts. Looks great. It's almost like Brian De Palma is a good director. It seems that way. Brian De Palma, Michael Mann, our boys, and uh, uh, Ari Aster. <laughs> the big three. The big three. The big three. Um, so, yeah, so Tom, Tom, uh, lives in, like, a big, uh, Manhattan apartment. They, the way they describe one, because they're, like, because uh, it starts, like, Tom has to go make a phone call, but he can't make it from one of the 11 phones on seven lines in his house. Why does the psychopath have seven phone lines? Uh, but, You uh, need one, maybe two. To make trades. I don't know. What if you're busy on this phone? Then you got to call the other guy to make the trade, and then the third line calls, and it's your mom, and you're like, "Well, I can't talk <laughs> to like, your mom. mom. I'm, I'm busy making big trades." <laughs> and then the, you know the next line calls, and it's some guy offering to suck your dick. Well, I'm, gl- like, I'm glad I have that line. Exactly right, but you, <laughs> you know don't. What? But if you only had two lines, that's true. Then how never would you get that? <laughs> um, you sold me on the multiple. So his lines. wife is the uh, the main focal point of uh, this episode, Kim Control. Yep. Who, uh, the hottest she's ever been. Hottest she's ever been. Uh, I read that she went on a diet for three months just to get skinny for this movie. Wow. Which is disgusting. Uh, food is delicious, but also you're hot-ish. Uh, she was doing a weird accent. Oh, I... What? what yeah. She's not the only one, but she was doing she's a not, weird but accent. She, but she's doing, like, the weird... Um, the, like, the weird old-school transatlantic accent that ridiculous like you know old Catherine hepburn yeah. sounding thing yeah. and i'm, I'm like what? okay it's 1990 is, well, well, no one's like, is this movie does this movie take place in modern like in the modern time yes it's in present day yeah because she's acting as if this was like the, the 50s. 50s yes and it's, it's really weird yeah it and I'm like, I'm sorry, are you, are you, in 1990, are you trying to cater to the big British film market? I mean, also, in oh, the 90s, that was everything that got nominated for Best Picture and I Best I guess that's true. Everything, it, it was all British stuff that got that. Period piece dramas. Very true. But, like, 
I feel like we're very close to starting to do a trans-Pacific accent so we can cater to China. Very close. I think everyone should just, like, all actors are going to have to start talking in, like, pidgin English. (laughs) (laughs) Or you got to spend years learning Mandarins that the corporations can own you like John Cena. Absolutely. But it's, this is a two-way street. So all the Chinese, all, all the Chinese movies have to be the same thing. Right. They all have to do it too. Well, that that's going to be great TV. Yeah. Going to be a lot of sp- spicy noodle out there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Tom drags the dog out in a monsoon. So, and when you say drags the dog out, <laughs> literally it was very funny. drags the dog that out very cute. on its back. It was a wiener dog. It was very funny. Didn't want to walk. And yeah. he was dragging it along the floor. And yeah. it was like a tracking shot yeah. where the camera is at, at dog, dog level. level. And it was great. pretty great. Very funny. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, he drags the dog out into the rain so that he can go to a payphone mm-hmm. like, I don't know, several blocks away. Yeah. Uh, he then accidentally calls his own house. He's stupid. How do you call your own house? The That's house you live in, rookie you own, and it's your phone number. That's a rookie-ass move. You're cheating on your wife, and you call home. Your wife answers, whose voice you recognize, yep. and you ask for Maria. Maria. You fucking idiot. You, you deserve all of you this, stupid Tom bitch. You're as dumb as a dog. Yeah. Uh, so... He uh, he panics. He goes home. He plays dumb. I think somewhere along the way he, uh, he ran into my boy Kurt Fuller. Yes, yes, he did. The uh, the news director of the first episode of uh, News Radio. That is our second Kurt Fuller movie. Yep. Uh, yeah, goes home, plays dumb, tells her, uh, like I don't know, what you're, I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. You're the one that's insane. I like that he uh, he he stands hard for quite a while. Yeah, he does. He's like, He's not stupid. I didn't. I didn't call you. She's like, I know your voice. You're you my called husband. here, and like, we have a child together. We've been together for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I know your voice. You called and asked for me. He's like, Nah, you're crazy. Nah, you're you're uh, you're just having one of your moments. You're having your episodes. You're having one of your uh, treadmill panic attacks. Yeah. Uh, bike, bike. Oh yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a bike. Yeah. Bike. Uh, so then we find out that, uh, Maria is Melanie Griffith. Yep. Which begs the question, has Melanie Griffith ever been hot? Not particularly. Yeah. However. However. As we stated. Goodwill for all time. She will have goodwill forever because she was in the movie Roar, which is the greatest movie ever made. Yes. And maybe the, it is the best movie watching experience I've ever had for the first time. Me too. Uh, there are other things that are close. Yeah. Uh, your Team America World Polices, your yep. Borats, yep. your Cabin in the Woods, for, but for one very specific reason. Cabin in the Woods. Oddly, the second viewing of Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very specific reason. Yep. Um, but yeah, that roar is the greatest movie going experience I think it is. I've ever had. I think it is. Um, and she will forever have goodwill, like unlimited. I yeah. like. I would. It would be irresponsible of me to not sleep with her. <laughs> Now. Yes. And you know what? Also, if she's good enough for Antonio Banderas, good enough for me. That's true. That. Like, he could have whoever he That wants. says something about her. Like, he's the most handsome man in the yeah. world. Yeah. Y'all have seen Antonio Banderas, he right? He have whoever he wants. And he he's chose her. puss in fucking yes, boots. He is. And he he's chose. The 13th warrior. <laughs> and he chose Melanie Griffith. 
So she, while not the most conventionally yeah. beautiful woman in the world, is doing something Maybe right. Maybe she throws it back real good. I think she gives neck like nobody's business. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh... So he goes and picks her up from the airport and drives her. They're going to drive her to her their, hotel. Their no, love her, nest. Their love nest. And while they're in the car. The, the apartment that she's illegally subletting. Illegally subletting. Um, she, I literally, the, wrote, the note I wrote was, did she seriously just say, don't you want some poontang? That was like one of the first lines. Like what? That she said. That's not how regular people speak. And like that's ethnic use. I had to think about it for a bit. I'm like, no, she. Someone wouldn't have even said that in 1990. No, that's crazy talk. But, but apparently they did. Apparently they did. Yeah that that was a jarring line to me. And just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> a white a socialite white woman who's dumb. Like, don't you want some poontang first? You don't want some poontang first? <laughs> their southern accent? Like, yeah. That's not something a southern belle would be saying. Mm-mm. Didn't like it. So, uh... Tom- Although, I, I, th- and, and then her kind of gimmick is she says all these, like, malapropisms. Yeah. Yeah. Like, any, you know, uh, he he caught me red herringed. Yes, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> and, there was one like with that. the Russian guy later where she's like, uh... He's defective, and she goes. He goes. You mean he, he defected? defected? Like and no, he's defective. He doesn't even speak English. That one she actually explained, but yeah. the rest was just wrong. Yeah. That was yeah. funny though. I like that one. That was good. I I did write based on probably her second or third one of those. I love this dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so on the way, Tom misses his turn off, and mm-hmm. he goes. Well, we'll just find a place to turn around, then we'll get right back on. Yeah, they, mi- they missed the turn off to Manhattan. Yeah. And very quickly end up in the South Bronx. So they end up in the South Bronx, or as I wrote it, uh, is this the South Sarajevo? Bronx? Sarajevo? <laughs> or is this Escape from New York? Right? Because like nuts. As soon as they get off, like they turn off, there's yeah. like ca- like uh, gangs fighting over oil and cars <laughs> on fire and bombed out buildings. It's fucking Baghdad in there. It's the Road Warrior. It's the Road Warrior. Yeah. So I wrote, uh, look out, Tom. It's the Urbans. <laughs> Uh, Melanie Griffith very quickly says, "Where are all the white Where people?" Are all the white people. Um, oh, ju- ju- just a, a bit earlier when they were sort of introducing Tom Hanks and he's at work being uh, being high powered uh, yeah. Wall Street Making guy, six hundred million dollar bond deal. Yeah, he's not getting all that. His commission was one point seven million, that's but that's not bad for a day. For one and, day. And I was just watching. I'm, I'm like, man. It would have been fucking sick to be an 80s Wall Street asshole. Yeah. Like, I guess it's still kind of sick to be a 2020s Wall Street asshole, but I feel like it peaked. Well, it would have been... Well, what's wild about it is you literally could have gone into work for one week, made a bunch of (laughs) terrible high-priced trades, but you bank all that money, and then just fucking disappear. And you're good. Just go go somewhere that they don't... Like, won't uh, extradite you. Yeah. Like, fucking Argentina. And do quaaludes for and the rest of your yeah, life. You're yeah. fucking set. Yeah. That's what's wild about it. Awesome. I don't think you can do that now, because they'll track you down. They'll get you. And they'll drag your ass back. <laughs> yeah. They'll put you in federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. They um, they drive through the dark part. And yep. they eventually figure out, like, oh, like look, look, there's the on-ramp. We can go. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they're driving and, uh, it they're... did so much of where they were in the South Bronx 
didn't look like they didn't even look like streets. No, <laughs> they didn't look like places you were supposed to drive. It was like a fenced off. It was like a parking we- lot. Yeah. Or like a, but like that's main like street, a lo- like a loading zone <laughs> yeah. for a, for a warehouse. I'm yeah. like, how, there's no way from where you are the on ramp to a big highway is yeah. right there. Yeah, it, like it looks like you're driving on an unlit sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they're on an unlit sidewalk, and there's a tire in the way, which didn't really look like it was in the way that much. He probably could have got around it. Yeah. And but also, he's an uppity, like, yeah. prissy coward, sort of, so... Also, the weight of the tire varied... Yes. ...in his yeah. dealings with it. <gasps> to get it up. First he had to, like, kick it... swing it like it was a wiffle ball. Yeah, bat. first he was kicking it, like, and it was moving an inch at a time, and he, like, couldn't get under it too heavy, and then... But then when the boys showed up... The boys. Uh, he just, like... That's gra- code for black. Just grabbed it under his arm and took it with him. Woof. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was no problem. Yeah, that was uh, a, a little, uh, if I was script supervising, I'd have uh, had had an issue with that. You should be one, because you have autism, it'll help. I bet there's some good yep. autistic script supervisors yep. out there. Absolutely. Um, uh, actually, his, uh, his house is a different shade of green in the in the previous scene, so we're going to need a new hat. Uh, he actually placed his uh, phone down at a 73 degree <laughs> angle. Uh, that's currently at a 77. He needs to turn it slightly. Let me get my protractor. Um... Uh, so, uh, he gets out, and then uh, a couple of hood rats. A couple of dusky gentlemen. Dusky gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, show up. I uh, My note was, uh, look out, Tom, it's men on a mission. It was one men was on big, a mission. One was small. Not as big as Mabel, <laughs> but big. Um, but what you really got to look out for I wrote, look out, is Tom. Oscar. <laughs> He's the troublemaker. It's O. He's the The O in M. <laughs> He is. And o he, is the problem, not Eminem. And he can rap like nobody's business. Except, except he's bad. He's kind of bad. Yeah. I remember, I think it was like Kevin Nash saying once, like, that's the best rapper you could yeah, find. The guy whose only job was to rap. Yeah. The other, the M and the M were the wrestlers. Oh, Oscar just did the rap as they made their entrance. Their entrance. That was his only job. Yeah. He wasn't very good at it. Wasn't good at it. He was like a kid-friendly, like, 90s like Will Smith Tom my name is Oscar and I'm here to say I like to rap in a wrestling way that you nailed it yeah I mean I I could have done Oscar yeah exactly job. in blackface well obviously yeah. in blackface like I'm gonna rap in my regular color yeah well you're I mean you're, some of you's black I would o- I would only show those parts yeah I would ooh. full body suit except for it, yes. all the slices cut out that are black yes that's pretty that good. is exactly I, what I was thinking. And then everyone would be like, oh, he's black. He's black. Yeah. He's yeah. wearing a bodysuit. Yeah. Because he's, he's a weirdo. He's a gimp. And he's got shoe polish on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I like a bodysuit. <laughs> going goes so your far. Neck, yeah. And then blackface. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all that work to cover up your white skin. Yeah. Just and to then, show your blackface. And then just kind of giving up <laughs> on the top 10%. Yeah. Uh, so... Tom tries to uh, negotiate with them about he's he's just leaving. Guys, I'm out of here. And they're like, what are you doing with the tire? Oh, it's your tire? Oh, okay. Well, I'll give you back the tire. Yeah, take the tire. Uh, Swings it like it weighs zero pounds. Yeah. Uh, She gets in the front seat of the car. Yeah. And he gets in and they go to take off. But, uh, of course, she's a woman, so she can't drive. And uh, almost crashes into the fence. Yeah. Then... uh, the other guy, he throws the tire at them. Yeah. Yeah. The, the guy who he gave the tire to throws it at yeah. them. 
Uh, she backs up and ends up... Uh, backs what, up it, over a boy. It looks like she hits him. Yes. Uh, the tire bounces off the roof and flies behind them. Mm-hmm. And then she takes off on the up the on-ramp. Yeah. And uh, Bob's your uncle. They're and done. Everyone's fine. Yeah. Um, so now... The next, uh, so it, it, uh, they go to the courthouse where they're sort of giving you a glimpse into the public. The workings. The, yeah, like the, the, the public defender and, yeah, like, uh, all that stuff and the, uh, cool badass judge, bald Morgan Freeman. Bald Morgan Freeman. I, I feel like he's doing Sam Jackson, but without the motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, kinda. I can see that. Like, I taking ready- no shit, really fast talking and loud. Yep. Um, definitely not the normal Uncle Tom-ish Morgan Freeman. Scott, he play, he mostly plays a calm, <laughs> a Tom type. Tom no, I'm, type. I'm glad. I, I liked higher energy Morgan Freeman. Me too. It was, I was Cause different. it was, cause it, yeah, it's a lot of Andy Dufresne <laughs> was one of the gayest motherfuckers <laughs> I ever met in my time. I was driving Miss Daisy. In the penitentiary. And she wouldn't stop calling me the end. <laughs> So I took her up behind a building, and I filled <laughs> and that seventy-year-old <laughs> pussy with my big meaty black with my black seed. Cock. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I appreciated a, a different. I wasn't room. driving. And I don't Miss know if Daisy. I've seen him. Miss Daisy was driving me. <laughs> I don't think they say that. But I, Miss I would love Daisy. Sure, could throw it back. <laughs> I, I wish that was the last line of the movie. Miss Daisy was driving me. <laughs> I don't think I've seen him bald before. No, he almost always has hair. Yeah. Whether it's... Wasn't ready for it. Full head or getting thin. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just sort of showing you uh, what, what what's kind of to come, I guess. Uh, you get the public defender who is sort of like the comedic, like, goofy sidekick of uh, of the movie, I guess, because he's like... Working for a corrupt DA who's... Well, he's, he's an ADA. He's not a, he's oh, a, he's he's not a public sorry. defender. Yeah. yeah, he's the ADA. Sorry. The ADA who's working for... My boy Saul Rubinek. Saul Rubinek. Love him. Um, good good young Jewish boy. Good young... Uh, a GYJB. GYJB. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you get sort of like a, a foreshadowing of the court system and why Morgan Freeman's losing his shit because they're bringing up a case uh, that he sentenced an old white man... Uh, who lives in Park Avenue and drives a Mercedes and yeah. has sex with a babysitter. Sure. And, uh, yeah, so, like, this movie very quickly turns into all about race relations. Yeah. Uh, and just, like, how it is in the poor parts of New York compared to the rich parts of New York. Uh, so, anyways, they, they it, gets, it gets revealed that uh, the, the one that was hit by the car um, suffered a... Broken wrist. Went, went, went to, the to the hospital. Was got a cast, for the broken wrist. Then went home and wasn't feeling good. It turned out he had a concussion. Severe concussion. And now he's in a coma yep. and might die. Mm-hmm. So he only managed to tell his mom that the license plate started with an R and was either RB, RP, or RE. Yeah. Uh, so they, you know, they, they, the police begin to investigate. Uh, then you get to meet one of the most ridiculous characters in the movie. Reverend Bacon. Reverend Bacon. Played by? Uh, Delroy Lindo. <laughs> the actor's name is John Hancock. Sick. Yep. 
sick. One of the largest mouths I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, just enormous. ear to ear. Yeah, he uh... permanent Glasgow smile. <laughs> Uh, he's Irish. So he's kind of playing by Irish. I mean Scottish. <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> Stupid. They're all the same. So he's kind of playing like you know, like your typical like loud black preacher, but kind of like Don King, I guess. Kind of like like a um, a real promoter, like a self promoter yeah. for uh justice and he's saying how like this needs to be a focal point of the media yeah. you need to give this attention so uh they start to investigate uh i don't know if i have more notes in there i do not do you have anything else that right like, directly in there uh i just got real excited about the idea of reverend bacon <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> I, so i enjoyed him this is sort of around here somewhere is the point where i had my revelation of what was happening okay so what happens is you see bruce willis and bruce willis is like drunk and his boss from the newspaper he works for calls him and says i'm paying you a lot of money to write for me you're not doing shit so here's a fucking story i want you to write about this story and he goes fine whatever agrees to it he shows up at some restaurant where uh, a bunch of like uppity rich people he knows kind of are. Yeah. Um, he goes to a table of people he knows and uh, makes a bunch of jokes, pushes a guy in another guy's lap, then pulls a woman onto his lap. Yep. And at first, I thought the woman was a younger Lucy Lawless. Oh, like she kind of looked like her a little bit, and a, I was like, I was like, oh, Zena, interesting. Uh, turns out. I was wrong, but I knew I recognized her from somewhere. And this led me down a very interesting rabbit hole. Ooh, I love a rabbit hole. So the woman, whose name is Christina Catherine... Por- Pornstar Christy Mac. Uh, Pre-face punching. Uh, so the Different woman look. in question yeah. uh, portrayed the non-Caroline Ray Aunt Zelda in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, okay. So I was like, because I was looking up, where do I know her from? Yeah. Because she's recognizable to me, but that's, you know, that's the early ni- early 90s. Yeah. And I wouldn't have seen her until like the mid to late 90s. Right. So I was like, I know her from somewhere. Good call. So I, I, went, didn't, I didn't place her. I went to her letterbox mm-hmm. and clicked on it. Okay. And it gave me, because it only does movies, movies. Right? it doesn't do TV. Yeah. Or not most TV. It does like newer TV that are series. Yeah. Not like... Oh, here's every season of The Big Bang Theory. Uh-huh. Um, so I clicked on it, and when you look, click on it, uh, Letterbox has pornographic titles listed on there as well. I love where this is going. So the posters, however, are blurred out. Right. So you don't actually see the poster, but it gives you the title. Uh-huh. So I looked it up, and uh, sure enough... Aunt Zelda got fucked on camera? Aunt Zelda... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you her legal government name and I'm one so excited. Beth Broderick, of course. Um, Any relation to Matthew? No, no relation to Matthew. Um, was I'm gonna find the year and it was not that much. It was not that long before Bonfire of the Vanities. Uh, oh, maybe IMDb doesn't have it listed because it's porn. Oh, it does. 1985's okay Bordello. House of the Rising Sun. Now, it sounds like a classy title, so I'm guessing softcore? No, 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 no. No? No, 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 Really? It is an X-rated pornographic film. Uh, so, I looked it up, because I was like, if you think 
I just discovered that Aunt Zelda was in a fuck film, and I'm not going to watch Aunt Zelda get fucked. Sure. You're crazy. Right, obviously. So, I looked it up. I found the entire movie online. Awesome. I uh, skimmed through it. Mm-hmm. I got some bad news, Scott. Yeah? She plays the uh, the bordello queen. Madam. The madam. She plays the madam, who is literally the only person that doesn't get oh, fucked on. in the movie. Come However, on. she wears like like a like silk dress, okay, with no bra, okay. So you can kind of see her tits. All right, but uh, yeah, she uh, sadly she does not. But fuck. she does not get fucked on camera. She does not get fucked on camera. Sad. It's very very sad. <laughs> However, she's pretty hot in it. She looks pretty good. She she looks pretty good when she's old. Yeah, she's not bad. Not bad at all. I like her uh, better than Caroline looks very Ray. Good. She looks very good in this. Yeah. And she looks very good in that movie, in the, the porno. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that led me down a very interesting... Uh, I love it. Oh, she was a big Howard Dean supporter. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> uh, good for her. How'd that go? Uh, great. He, he's the president. He's actually President Donald Trump. He was the front runner at a point, right? He was right? the front runner. Everyone thought this is the this is the the new hotness until and then he made a silly then he made noise. a silly noise and that was all it took and and then a, a mere decade later you could get caught fucking a porn star and paying her yep. hush money yeah and then not only get to keep running but win yep uh, you could also talk about grabbing somebody by the pussy right by the pussy right by the pussy um, which is I don't know I guess it depends on your definition because like. Unless it's real meaty, a pussy isn't something to be grabbed by. No, right? No, no, no. Uh, and but I feel I feel like he was saying it like a bowling ball. That you're grabbing it like a bowling ball, and then you throw her. Yeah, down the lane, down down the lane, <laughs> or down a flight of stairs. Like depending on your definition, a, a pussy could even be considered negative space. Sure, it could just be the the inside. Yeah, and you you can't you can't grab an absence. I've seen of matter. Some, I've seen and been around some meaty ones. Sure. The, so if you're getting a I, handful look, of labia, you, I was gonna say you can grab them right by the labia majora and minor. I would perfect. never argue that. But to grab by the pussy, I've always found to be a weird terminology. Well, listen to who it came from. <laughs> a retarded, no, man. noted smart guy. Noted, noted, noted still the president. Noted Donald smartest Trump. and still the president. Yep. <laughs> Uh, one interesting thing I learned about this is that, uh, Morgan Freeman hates this movie. Oh. Thinks it's shit. Oh. Has never seen it. Hmm. And when they were filming it, was vocal about how much it was going to be a bomb. Hmm. Was it a bomb? Uh, he didn't actually look. I'll, I'll look it up. And, but I'm wondering, what was he mad about? I don't know. Just thought it was dumb and bad. Doesn't he like the Palma? I don't know. Maybe not everybody does. I guess. Uh, okay, where are we? So, um, when she, he, uh, <laughs> when he gets to the restaurant and he pulls her onto his lap and then he makes a joke about, uh, he, he was hoping that later tonight she could sit on his face yep. and then she shoves him to the ground and says, the last time I sat on your face, I ended up with a yeast infection. Funny. Implying he's a fucking alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty good. Very funny. Uh, bonfire with the vanities. Yeah. 
had a budget of $47 million. That's a lot. In 1990. That's a lot. That's a pretty pricey movie. I guess a lot of that is paying actors, because it's not like... Uh, yeah. There weren't a bunch of stunts or anything. Although, they... They, they, they did some. They, they shot up a nice apartment, they I guess. Did. Um, but, like, Tom Hanks was in his prime. Bruce Willie was in his prime. Hanks, Willie. Even Melly Griffith is kind of in her prime. So, like, I'm sure that they all yeah, took in, they like, all big paychecks. Yeah. Uh, $47 million budget. Yeah. Uh, opening weekend of $4.2 million. Uh, domestic gross of $15.6 million. Huge bomb. Sounds about right. Sad. Morgan New. I'm going to blame the title. It's dumb. Yeah, I know that's the name of the book. Yeah, yeah. But um, you don't have to call the movie that. No. It's it's never referenced. Nope. So um, it's not important at all. Nobody says it. Nope. There wasn't a the moment where I went. Oh, they said it. I was gonna say they. We never got to have the. Uh, they said the title of the movie. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I would have gone a different way. This Brian is the greatest story ever told. <gasps> they said it. <laughs> Did they say any of that? No. <laughs> I don't think they say any of that. Also, I kind of did it in a John Wayne voice. John Wayne is Charlton Heston. John Wayne is Charlton Heston as Jesus, Jesus. Christ. <laughs> brave role. It is a brave role. Two cool gun guys just hanging out together. Yeah. Hating natives. <laughs> but sometimes playing them. Or Genghis Khan. <laughs> or Genghis fucking Khan. <laughs> Ah, John Wayne as Genghis Khan is maybe the greatest casting. Who has more range than John Wayne? Nobody. Nobody. Maybe Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Rooney, John Wayne, and uh, um, Emma Stone. The three greatest castings in the history of Hollywood. (laughs) Classic. A little Jewish white man as a Chinese man. Yep. A giant Southerner as Genghis Khan, and a... California rich girl as a Hawaiian, as a Hawaiian half Japanese. That's right. Uh, God damn you, half she, Japanese girl. She was she was only doing one eye. Yeah, as long as she only does one, it's then okay. No one can get mad. Yeah, and also if no one sees the fucking movie, no one can get mad. That's true. I haven't seen it. Nope. Have you seen it? No, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Aloha. Aloha. Of course, it's called Aloha. It's in Hawaii. Her, Bradley Cooper, and a third person. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, say Anne Hathaway. I'm gonna say Anne Frank, and we'll see oh, oh, oh. who looks stupid. Did you take a shit in the Anne Frank house? <laughs> Do not go in there, Ace Ventura. Ah, it's other Anne Hathaway. Uh, Michelle Monaghan. No. Uh, Kristen Wiig Stewart. <laughs> Rachel McAdams. Yeah, 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 I'd say they you get, nailed it. They get each other's yeah, roles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like Rachel McAdams and Emma Stone would be competing for the same roles too. True, but I obviously Rachel couldn't do half Japanese. So no, I forgot that Emma. St- they really go for it. Emma Stone is blonde. Yes, in the movie. Yes, playing does she ha- does she Hawaiian have- half What's her Japanese. Name? Oh, what is her name? Is it Humuhumunuku? He- Heather Konichiwa. Allison Ng. <laughs> You couldn't even call her, like, Allison <laughs> Kawasaki. Like, give her a full-blown la- Japanese last name. I mean, they gave her a either Chinese or Vietnamese. N- Nakanishi. Dirty knees last name. Uh, yeah, Ng isn't Japanese. No. It's Southeast Asian. Yeah. 
right. I'm well, going to say uh, Thai. I'm going to say Taiwanese. She's half Taiwanese. Um, I don't. She's a country to recognize Taiwanese as a nationality. Oh, so you're one of those. Look, man, you're, we're all, you're a Chinese. We're all going to be doing trans-Pacific accents in like ten years, yeah, so fair. just get used to Should it. Should we start doing it now? Oh, oh Scott, you only park your car. <laughs> Drew, I would love for you to park my car. <laughs> uh, all right, back back to where we were. Um, so I lost my train of thought. Okay, yeah. So, uh, turns out that the police are somehow competent at their job yeah because uh, they're like and, and sort of the deal is that the the district attorney for the oh, Bronx sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wants to make an example out of whoever out of, out of out a whatever rich white person rich white motherfucker did Does this something because yeah. his constituency is mostly minorities which if you think about it then they're not minorities anymore that is true and white people are minorities and we should get special treatment I agree thank you I want to go to college for free <laughs> That'd be nice. I would like to go to Quantlin uh, uh, Polytechnic University. KPU. KPU on a free scholarship from the government because I'm sure. a minority. Because otherwise I, it costs even though literally my, dozens of dollars even, to go to Quantlin. Even though my high school grades don't justify it, I would still like to go for free. Even though I shouldn't have graduated high school. Even though I shouldn't be grades. alive because somebody should have finished <laughs> the job. Wow! You know what? But again, you're not wrong. So- <laughs> Thanks, Charlemagne. <laughs> you coward. George Vancouver. A good man. The or, yeah. my, or my boy Chris Columbus. Or of course. I mean, D- director, not explorer. Director Chris yeah. Columbus. I wish, I wish Chris Columbus had completed Dr- the genocide. I was I wish director Chris Columbus had directed 1492. That would have wild. <laughs> directed by Christopher It'd Columbus. It'd be so confusing. <laughs> The yeah, so the the DA of the Bronx, played by an uncredited F. F. Murray Abram. You know why? In his contract, he stipulated that he either gets top billing or don't credit him. Is that real? Legit. That's awesome. And that's why he's not credited. Fuck yes, yeah, Salieri. Like, You're not going above Tom Hanks and Bruce Willis. That rocks. So that's why he's billed. Above Amadeus in the movie Amadeus. Correct. That is sick. I love F. Murray. Me too. You have a good agent, sir. I like that that's your go-to is the one that everybody would assume it. Uh, my go-to F. Murray Abraham, 13 Ghosts. Of, of course, 13 <laughs> Ghosts. That is so interesting. And, what, and the thing is, it's not like he was... The, nope. the star of a lot of movies? Not really. I think <laughs> but, he had a big stage presence, and uh, that probably gave him quite a yes. uh, quite a big head. Yeah, that's fun. That's very fun. I like that a lot. I like people that pull that kind of shit. I love people that pull yeah, that yeah. kind of shit. <laughs> Listen, I'll be in your fucking movie, but the title had better say F. Murray Abraham in the Bonfire of the Vanities, <laughs> and then at the bottom, Tom Hanks versus Willis Smalling Griffith. <laughs> F. Murray Abraham is Amadeus, except he's not. He's Salieri, <laughs> Salieri. and Tom, someone who never did Tom anything else, Sizemore. is Amadeus, and it's not Tom Sizemore. Mm. Tom Hardy. It was Tom Hardy. Nice. A very young Tom Hardy. Well, 
the yeah so uh f murray yeah he's like we gotta show that uh if you if you run over a boy <laughs> in the bronx no matter if you're rich and white or poor and not white you're you're gonna get it and we are as and so all his aides are just standing there <laughs> listening to him rant yeah and then he says we're gonna prove to these black motherfuckers and then he turns to his black aide and says oh pardon my language howard and then he's like his cool boss <laughs> it's okay boss <laughs> and I then he it. says and then he doubles down <laughs> he'd already said the part of the sentence he needed to yeah and got the okay from howard yeah. <laughs> and then he goes back and says we're gonna prove to these people i'm like you didn't the, just say it a total hard r too the hardest of r's but uh you know what I F I... fucking Abraham. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was amazing. And there's some little aside scene somewhere in the middle where uh where Tom and uh Tom and Kim go to visit Tom's parents. parents. And I found the scene like very funny. Like his because his dad Sounds like ostensibly did the same job. Kind of, yeah. I, as, think he o- I think he owned a publicly traded company or something. Yeah, but his dad was, was like, like... Involved in the... Yeah. Yeah, and his dad was like, oh, when I was on Wall Street, uh, everything was chill and honest and on the up and up. Now it's just about the money. I would never do it now. I'm good. You're bad. Yeah. I also just like... Uh, and Tom's like, fuck you, dad. Yeah. Uh, when like the, the daughter... Is it a girl... It's it's a girl. It's a girl With named Campbell, Campbell, which is why you're questioning the gender as you should. Yeah. Uh, Guys, always question gender. Who? Yeah. And if you're not sure, ask the number one author of all time, Bruce Willis. Or if he's not available, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. She'll tell you. Uh, when like they're trying to explain to the kid like what the what bonds are. Yeah. And Kim is like totally fucking oh she's such a bitch she's such a bitch she's like bond think of a bond as a slice of cake and someone gives you the slice of cake to go give to someone else but when you're giving the cake to someone else that someone else made you didn't actually do anything some crumbs fall off the cake and you get to keep the crumbs but then think of lots of slices of cake and and all the crumbs you get you didn't do Anything. Anything. You're a piece of shit. You're a middleman. But you get all those crumbs. Yeah. I'm like, I want to do bonds. I want to do bonds. <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want to get wasted. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, after that, yeah. So the um, he t- Tom starts getting like a uh, like obviously a guilty conscience about it because he realizes that now like that Eminem song. Yeah. Uh, where he comes home and realizes that his wife is fucking uh, another man, and then he's gonna shoot him both in the face. Is she fucking another man? Yeah, one of those guys. No, I'm saying in the in the song. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I thought you were questioning uh, Kim Cattrall's fidelity. Oh no, no, she's how, she's how dare you? Actually, kind of gorgeous in this movie. A she really bit. is. A little bit. She looks uh, really good. She could be the hottest woman in the WNBA. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Tom starts getting guilty conscious about it. He goes to Melanie Griffith's apartment that she's uh, illegally subletting. Yeah. And uh, says, like, maybe we should go to the police and we should tell them. And uh, she's like, listen, I have to go to the airport in 20 minutes. So that's enough time for us to fuck. 
Let's yeah. stop talking about yeah, this. No more so, talking about the potential and, murder. And he's like, no, no, no. We have to go to the police. Uh, and then she goes, he, she goes like, hey, come on. Like, so they argue for a bit. She goes, I have 10 minutes. So I have to like, get, get my town car. Yeah. And then she goes, let's just have a quickie. And Tom's like, no, I'm not, I can't, I can't do it. And she goes, uh, I believe her exact words were, uh, hold on. I wrote, I wrote it down. Uh, do you have it written down? I don't have that one actually. Uh, her line was, you know, I'm a sucker for a soft dick. Yes. <laughs> Yes. A sucker for a soft dick. Who isn't? I mean, if it's Tom Hanks' soft dick, I'm in. Sure. You tell me you're not going to look at Woody's limp wiener? <laughs> Which, yeah. That, Forrest Gump's again, giant retarded oh, like a, soft yeah, dick. just a fucking hammer. A baby's arm holding an <laughs> apple. But, uh, I, again, like, just, who talks like that? No, oh, nothing she says yeah. is anything a human it's would ever stupid. say. It's stupid. It's great. Uh, but Tom Hanks, uh, good enough for Rita Wilson, good enough for me. Fair. Yeah. She's also in it, too. She has a very oh, brief cameo at the very beginning. She She's driving the does. cart that drunk Bruce Willis gets on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so after this, uh, now we get back to like the Bruce Willis part of the story. So he shows up uh, at the black church to talk to the, uh, the pastor. Mm-hmm. And the pastor is only going to talk to two news reporters. Yes. One being Bruce Willie. The other one. Did you notice who? Did you recognize who it was? The other news reporter. An actual reporter playing a fictionalized version of himself. Oh, Geraldo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geraldo so, sorry, Rivera. I, I, I was thinking someone no. uh, smaller. Yeah. Geraldo Rivera. Yeah. Noted cool guy who doesn't flip flop based on which one company's no, going to give him more no, money. No, he doesn't. No, and he doesn't. I'm uh, a liberal. Now I'm a Republican. He doesn't look, now I'm a centrist. No, he doesn't look at the current American zeitgeist and see uh, on which side of the political aisle there are more stupid people and then cater to that. And who will pay him more money. And who will pay him more money. Do you remember when he's, he, he's nothing if not consistent. Remember when he broke that story? about the mental hospital in new york and you're like man this guy's like a really good journalist he was a journalist and now you watch now and you're like oh this guy's a corporate shell for fucking uh, to big tobacco and <laughs> yeah gun control lobbyists and or gun not or gu- control gun, <laughs> not gun control lobbyists. Yeah, yeah but like what a fucking coward <laughs> oh no absolute coward he uh, remember, remember when he uh, he opened Al Capone's vault? Yeah, and there was nothing. Remember when in they it. opened Hitler's you... dashboard? <laughs> remember when when they when they hacked Hitler's iCloud? <laughs> 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 got and you got to see, got to see Ava Braun's pussy. <laughs> uh, he, he had a bunch of uh, unclosed tabs on trans porn, like every Republican, <laughs> like every Republican. If you look at the map of like top porn searches 2020 to 2022, Washington, and you look and you look at all the Republican states, mm-hmm. the number one search thing is trans porn. Yeah, there was even a thing of Alex Jones where he showed his phone yeah. on camera, yes, I remember and he that. had an unclosed tab yeah. of like, oops, a, yeah, of a porn of a trans porn star. Yep, like very funny, very funny. It's so weird that they're like so afraid of it, but it's because they're so into it, and yeah. they can't let anyone know that the thing they're supposed to hate is the one thing that gives them erections. Yeah, like wild. It's great. It's so fun. Um, anyways, so now Bruce Willis like fully invested in uh, in sort of finding the information about what happened and who did this. The police eventually track down that it's Tom Hanks. Uh, well, because he does such a bad job of covering for it, because he's kind of like a, a big dummy. 
Yeah. Um, so they track him down. They figure out it's him. They go. They go to arrest him. They take him to court, and then uh, assistant DA uh, uh, Saul Rubinek. Saul Rubinek wants to uh, like you know he's trying to play up to the ethnic crowd in the courtroom yeah. to like start building up making an example of this guy because that's what his boss f murray abraham is telling him to yeah. do and black boss motherfucker uh morgan freeman is like shut the fuck up he literally tells him to shut the fuck up these these court crowds yeah especially at the end it's where there are literally gospel singers it's, it's like uh the apollo yeah that's you can't do that in court. The judge yeah. will immediately, immediately kick all of you out, unless you're Morgan Freeman, and find you in contempt. It's because it's funny because Morgan Freeman is like a take no shit judge, yeah. except he takes the he, most he shit, takes so much shit. He's all talk and no action. <laughs> yeah. If you don't be quiet, I'm gonna kick everyone I, out of this I, court. I, I swear to God, I'll do something. You guys better be quiet. You may. Hey, stop. Singing. I already warned you. I literally had to tell them to stop singing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like very ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now he gets, he gets let out on a $10,000 bond. Yeah. Which is, it's kind of, it's very funny that Morgan Freeman is the black judge and he's helping the white guy. But he's like, that's what it's supposed yeah. to be. It's, it's a first offense. He's not guilty. He's innocent. He apologized. Guilty. He apologized too much and made himself seem very guilty, but that's yeah. beside the point. Whatever. That's not legally binding. Uh, his plea was not guilty. And, uh, yeah, that's what the... Bail is supposed to be, but it just happens he's a very rich white guy, and the and Saul said it should be a quarter million dollars, and and the crowd went, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then we, we are it up, and uh, and Morgan Freeman told him to go fuck himself, and uh, I think it was at this point because uh, F Murray's like pissed about this turn of events, uh, he says, yesterday I was a respected Jewish liberal, <laughs> now I'm a Jaime racist pig. Yeah. I'm like, oh, F Murray. You had it in you all along. <laughs> it was inside it, you the whole time. This this is the point where he says that he's going to be the first. Oh uh, yeah, black. He really and he, that that was. I think that's before people it, started saying that about Bill Clinton. Possibly because because there was always the joke about Bill Clinton being the first black president. Yeah. And but this is 1990, and you know we're two years away he, from the presidential race. He plays a saxophone and he likes to eat ass yeah and he, and he loves chasing fat white girls yep he yep. loves fried chicken waffles i mean watermelon every, everyone loves fried chicken lean it's delicious <laughs> sipping on lean <laughs> billy c sipping on lean <laughs> yeah open that twix right by the mic and uh, oh you know what i apologize it was muted <laughs> The, yeah, but I think F. Murray beat him to the uh, guy who's very much not black, saying he's the first black politician of something. So, uh, so good for him. I wonder, yeah, I wonder how much Bill took from this uh, flop of a De Palma movie. <laughs> a lot, probably. So, yeah, so then uh, the police sort of started actually... Or had they already? Like, yeah, because so you know, yeah, yeah, they they actually tracked down his license plate and blah blah blah. Yeah, and they, uh, and they'd already arrested him and everything. Yeah, and, to, and Tom Hanks gets his uh, gets his lawyer full head of hair, Kevin Dunn. Yeah, the good Kevin Dunn. The good Kevin Dunn. Um, so Big he goes fan. to him to uh, to help him because he, he 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 still feels guilty. Yeah, and he and he doesn't want to uh, he doesn't want to. 
Oh, like he doesn't want to go to jail, but he also doesn't want to drag this on forever. He's right. trying to make it go away. So he, before this, no, I guess it was after this. Um, but so he's talking to Kevin Dunn about, uh, you know, like the product, like the process of whatever. And he goes, listen, did, I don't know if you wrote down the things that Kevin Dunn said in the room. I don't have Kevin Dunn quotes. No. He made a bunch of references about like, you know, this, this district, this DA is trying to make an example of you yeah. because all they see all time is they're, they're, uh, you know, guy, they're arresting people whose names oh, their are, names, the names are fun. Something Rodriguez, Ching Chong. <laughs> and then he said, Sorry. Oh, you, uh, oh, you did the the, the black Muslim one? Shaban Kazan Tamale. <laughs> <laughs> Which that I was the was one. Very funny. That was the one. I like that one. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I guess it would have been one of the several court scenes I, I wrote. I don't know if you're allowed to have a crowd screaming murderer mm. at a court arraignment. Oh, yeah, it was at the arraignment. It was the very first court scene. And just the whole crowd is yeah. screaming murderer Tom Hanks. Even though he's not dead. Yeah, even though he's not dead. He's That's pretty presumptuous. And yeah, I think also somewhere around that point, I wrote, what the fuck? Tom Hanks wasn't even driving and the fucker deserved it. Yep. How come no one's talking about that? They uh, were they were hassling him. It's bias. It is White, bias. It's black bias. <laughs> uh, well, we do get a reveal that the information gets leaked. So his apartment is bugged. No, or, the the illegally oh, subletted apartment illegally was bugged sublet. because they were trying to prove that it's being illegally yes, subletted. Yes. So they get somebody sends the information sends the tape recording yeah. to Kevin Dunn where yeah. Melanie Griffith admits that she, she was, was the driving. one driving yeah. and she was the one that drove off yeah so and that was after Tom had gone to confront her about talking to the police yeah so then she flees the country <laughs> immediately to go to Italy with her new, new painter guy boyfriend guy yeah. um so oh yeah so then after that, Tom goes uh, goes back home. He's all like disheveled and he's all fucked up from court and the the uh, lawyer and everything. And people are protesting outside. People his are house, protesting out his house, leading to the line. There are black people with basketballs protesting outside, <laughs> <laughs> which was a very good line. Uh, so he goes home and his wife is throwing a party. Yeah, a dinner that he party. Had forgotten they were doing. Yeah, which. I guess understandable. <laughs> uh, yeah. Given the other things going on in yeah. his life, I might have forgotten the dinner party also. Yeah. I think also, uh, too, uh, even if you love your wife and child, uh, when you're cheating on your wife, you're probably forgetting a lot of things. Sure. Um, and going to court for uh, potential vehicular homicide. Yeah. Oh, there, there was one thing uh, I know I missed from earlier. So, uh, right before... He gets arrested. They go to like an opera. I hope this is the same thing I wanted to go back to. And uh, is it where he meets a poet? Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so his his wife Kim Cattrall and Melanie Griffith, his mistress, are like accident, like unintentionally uh, introduced to one another. Classic sitcom episode. So he has to panic and get her out of there. Yeah. And she's like a like a socialite. His wife. And yeah. She, so she's like you know 
Why would you drag me away from that? Now we just look like a couple who's standing away from everyone, arguing with one another. And he goes, oh. We have to be- mingle. Because I want you to meet uh, the, this this guy. The, yeah, this guy like, that had already been introduced to Hanks. Yeah. It's like, why would I want to meet him? Well, I mean, uh, he's a poet. He's he, on the he's, short list for the, the Nobel, Nobel Prize. Prize. He, he has, has AIDS. AIDS. You'll he, love him. He's new in town. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was great. Yeah, they, like the old woman who introduced the poet to Tom Hanks. Like, big selling point besides uh, the Nobel Prize shortlist was having AIDS. It was very, very on vogue to uh, to have AIDS in 1990. In well, fact, it, so much so that Tom Hanks went on to make a movie about it very shortly it, after. It gave him the willpower to chase the bug. Yes. <laughs> this is the same universe. I don't think we'd have Philadelphia without Bonfire of the Vanities. You know who Tom Hanks' gay lover is in that movie? Denzel Washington. No. Hmm. I probably need to rewatch that movie. I think I misunderstood it. Noted, previously mentioned hunk, Antonio Banderas. Ah. There's a universe where Antonio Banderas fucked Fuck Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks in the ass. <laughs> and I want to see it. That's the universe I want to live in. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm glad we went back to that because I'm like, we can't get through the podcast without saying he's on the shortlist for the Nobel Prize. He has AIDS. <laughs> You'll love him. And then, yeah, so he's be- he's at the dinner party post uh, uh, after posting bail, and uh, he's he's having a, b- a bit of a freakout. He's having a bad day, a little bit, a, a Daniel Powder esque bad day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Richard Belzer playing a version of Richard Belzer, which <laughs> yeah. is the only thing he does. Is he wearing dark glasses? You bet he is. Uh, does he have? A, does he still have a giant gash in the back of his head? You betcha. <laughs> Only a few years earlier. Only a few years older. Only a few years earlier. Choked out by one Ter- uh, Terry, by Terry Hulk Balea. <laughs> <laughs> Smashing his head on the ground. Yeah. Yep. At at the uh, um, playing devil's advocate Uh-oh. of uh, Mr. T. Yep. Where Mr. T was like, yeah, no, no, keep going. More. More. He w- yeah. More. More. He was an enabler. Yeah. Yeah, it's secretly, it's actually Mr. T's fault. I think we can agree that Mr. T was the bad guy in the incident of Terry Hulk Balea choking out Richard Belzer and causing him to gash the back of his head when he fell. I agree. How much did, how much did he get in that settlement? A lot, right? What's Mr. T's real name? Mr. Terrence. (laughs) I bet you it's Terrence. Uh, the T's his last name. Lawrence. Tureau. T oh. T U R E A U D. Okay. So I guess I guess it's French. And it's a, it's a it's a it's Lawrence with a U too. I think Mr. T is French. You don't know. Maybe he's from Haiti. That's French, but also black. Could be just from L- L- Nola. Could be a Nola boy. Oh, it could be Creole. Yeah. He could be he could be Nola gay. <laughs> he could be I'm on a roller gay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, so how much money did Belzer get in that settlement? Oh, right. Like, it was a decent amount, right? Richard Like, they settled Belzer. pretty quickly out of court. Hulk Hogan settlements. Ba, ba, ba. Doesn't list money, because it was... Oh, maybe it does. You count. Uh, he sued for, sued for five million and settled out of court. And ah. whatever they settled for, he bought a country estate in Nice with it. So, so probably more than five million. Probably at least in the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. 
Good way for to, him. Way to go, Bells. You know what? I'd, I'd get choked out on national TV and possibly 100%. have a minor brain damage. I'd get, get raped fucking... on national TV by current Terry Hulk Balea for whatever money Belzer well, got to buy a country estate in I this. hope you're fine with uh, with Raw Dog because he ain't getting that condom open. No, it's too true. It's... It's fine motor skills. It's all, well, it's all, the bo- it's all the baby oil. It is all the oil. And also, I bet you I, uh, uh, Ed Leslie never made him wear one, so. <laughs> you don't need to wear one when you're in love. Yeah, true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> that, that's a thing, right? That is an accurate statement. If you're in love, you don't need a condom. <laughs> Take it from us, kids. <laughs> if you say you love each other, then you can have unprotected gay sex there's so much good advice on this podcast i think that's the maybe most it, underrated part of the podcast maybe instead the of the advice. news that this should just be an advice column podcast i like that we, we can be ann landers and her sister dear abby <laughs> harrison ford's a quarter jewish not too shabby not too shabby <laughs> um so yeah so has a having a bad time at the dinner party uh richard belzer is like a producer offering to like buy the rights to the story and whatnot i like how fast this is all happening yeah oh, it's frantic like he just got out on bond he posted bail half an hour ago he, then he went to his lawyer his lawyer immediately told him that we have evidence that proves you weren't driving <laughs> yeah he goes home and they're like this is going to be we the have number- unusable evidence yeah unusable uh, th- we have the number, this is going to be the number one story in the history of humanity, so we need to buy it up and make a TV movie out of it before there's even any before resolution. An end to the story, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Bells is really jumping the gun. Probably that, uh, brain trauma he's still got. And, uh, then, uh, then Kurt Fuller, who lives in the building and is, like, the, I guess the head of, like, the, the strata. The strata, or or whatever, whatever the equivalent of a strata is, yeah. And, uh, he, he's bugging him. And, oh, and I think Tom's also been fired from his job. At the, um, oh, no, he gets, a guy comes to the dinner party to yeah, tell him yeah. not to come to work anymore. Yeah, because uh, you, you lost $600 million. And also, and your current situation is not great. Yeah, and you also company. were mean to Bernard. <laughs> yeah, and then Kurt Fuller's saying, hey... Oh, Kurt Fuller's the one who said the, there's black people with basketballs yes. outside. Yeah. And it's not good for the building, so may- maybe you should also find somewhere... To live, and then uh, Kim Cattrall says she's leaving him, yeah. and just a whole bunch of stuff. Everything so, bad happens at once. Yeah, so he goes and gets his shotgun. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you? Uh, points it at Go Kurt Go outside, Furler. shoot up some basketballs. <laughs> points it at Kurt Furler, tells him to fuck off. Yep. Uh, he eventually does, yep. and then then just starts like shooting up the, uh, the condo. Yep. It's going to town. Uh, everyone leaves, and he's... Uh, yeah, he's, he's pissed off. He's, uh, as we said, had a bad day. And then, uh, is that when he and Bruce Willie get together? It's a good... Um, yeah, because they, they had they had an interaction earlier when leaving the courthouse. Yeah, on, like, the court steps. Yeah, but yeah, this is, like, the actual game together. Yeah, and he, he tells Bruce about the recording? Yes. Yeah, because this is where Bruce finds yeah. out that... Oh, uh, Tom Hanks this guy's is actually innocent. the guilty one, and I feel bad for, you know, for being, the, I, I'm behind the initial story, yeah. and it's pointing to the wrong person being guilty. And is, is it Bruce Willie that tells him under different circumstances 
the um, yeah. yeah, he does them under different circumstances. The recording would be admissible. It, it would be admissible if you had recorded it, but and not the whoever the, it was, the, land, the, building, the landlord yeah. or whatever, who had who had done it, because um, because that's not admissible. So then he's like, oh, and then he, Tom goes. Uh, so Tom wears a wire and goes to confront uh, Melanie Griffith at uh, at her old now dead. Uh, Gold Doug husband, Gold Doug husband, <laughs> who who dies, who, who dies in the stupidest way possible in front of Bruce Willie, Bruce Willie, after telling a, a not funny joke and just like laughing three times and then dying. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And uh, he, <laughs> yeah. So Hanks is trying to get something out of uh, out of Melanie Griffith, and uh, Melanie Griffith at her own husband's funeral only wants to fuck yeah she has no interest in talking about the uh why not <laughs> what is she supposed to grieve i mean she's a sucker for a soft she, chick she also probably just made like a billion dollars yeah yeah because her husband like her husband's like two generations older than her and he's like they're like tennessee new money yeah it yeah. sounded like yeah. trash <laughs> yeah not that good old northeast money that's where it's at the jewish i, money. I want yale money yeah yeah I want synagogue money. <laughs> the best kind of money. The yeah, so he tries tries to get anything out of her for the wire, but then she while she's feeling him up and trying to start fucking at her dead husband's funeral, she like notices the wire and then she gets all pissed off and she's like, oh, well, and then she completely turns against him as a result. And uh then from there we pretty much just go to the trial. Yep. Yeah. Uh- and uh, so she's on the stand and she's just uh, she's really Alex Jonesing it up there. Just like perjury after perjury. Yep. No, Topical. It, Good job. Hey, I, I got you. Uh, really not worried about it. S- said he was driving, said she told him to stop, said, uh, yeah, just and, and anything she could to make him look guilty and uh, and her and her innocent. And uh, oh, and so and uh yeah. So and so, but he had Hanks had the information that if that other recording, that actually right. that actual incriminating recording, had been recorded by him, it would be admissible. And Hanks, uh, right before the, the last scene before the trial, is his uh, his dad shows up, and Tom uh, rightfully says when he comes in, basically, oh, "Fuck you, dad." Yeah. And uh, but then they actually make up and have a weird like off tone for the rest of the movie yeah, yeah like heartfelt like hey at the end of the day i love you uh, yeah son. You're, you're my son and i love you yeah and um and uh, and tom says uh tom's like what a, like I, I i think i can maybe get out of this if i lie <laughs> and dad's like uh maybe you didn't hear me uh earlier when i was being a shithead when you guys came to visit then i'm uh, i'm honorable and noble and uh and the truth is the most important thing but uh, at the end of the day <laughs> but uh, if, maybe, uh maybe if you don't want to go to jail if uh if the truth won't set you free uh maybe lie on this bitch <laughs> <laughs> so she's given her whole bullshit testimony which i i think is to sort of forgive what hanks is about to do because he does 
kind of come off the hero at the end. Yeah. Even though he he straight up also purges himself. Yep. Although it is uh, it is the cool thing to do these days. It's a cool thing to do. So she tells her whole thing, and everyone's like, he's going to get the fucking chair. <laughs> yeah. He's dead. And then cut to Tom, who is doing straight up the David S. Pumpkin <laughs> smile. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just this crazy smile. And I don't think this is how you're supposed to do it. I don't know if, uh, if Brian De Palma has seen a lot of, uh, trials or procedurals, but instead of like, uh, Tom Hanks's lawyer calling him up to the stand and presenting <laughs> evidence, uh, what they do is Tom just at the, defense table just presses play (laughs) on the recorder oopsie and i guess he's got like i don't know like a like a jbl portable speaker (laughs) because uh it has a sound bar yeah it it plays very well and uh yeah and it's the recording from the apartment that's in theory inadmissible uh but everyone hears it and and Morgan Freeman's like, hey, I, under the guise of me not taking any shit, even though you've, you've done yet another crazy thing yeah. you're not supposed to do in court, and these fucking gospel bitches won't shut up either. But, uh, hey, uh, you, you, you obtained this legally, right? You recorded this? And Tom's like, yep. Fuck that yeah, bitch. Of course <laughs> I did. And, uh, and as per the, uh, as per Robert's rules of order, uh, Morgan Freeman just goes, okay, okay you're innocent trussover. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure that's exactly no. how all of that works. Like, it's, it's close. If it had been done procedurally correct, it would have been the same outcome. They just really condensed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, they didn't want uh, 12 angry men this after like an hour and 30 minutes. Exactly. And yeah, go deliberate. Yeah, and Freeman's trying to dress down these rowdy motherfuckers to uh, to zero success. And I'm like, oh shit, we got a dude's rock ending on our hands over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, I was I was very excited. Then, uh, yeah, then uh, basically, yeah, they, uh, Bruce Willis narrating basically says Tom Hanks is a hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, hero strong. But at the end of the day, he wasn't driving the car. Yeah. And the guy deserved to be run over with a car. Correct. So, who who got hurt besides the guy who should have? Nobody. True. I don't. I don't even think Melanie Griffith should get in trouble. No. I, I apparently she should be able to use the "I was a woman driving" defense. I was a woman driving, and also it, perjury is fine. Yeah. <laughs> per, like nobody. I don't think anyone gets in trouble for perjury anymore. Uh, who who's, who's to say? Yeah, I think lying on the stand is mostly chill. Yeah. I'll be honest. I would do it. I mean, if it would help me, I would certainly do it. Yeah. If it would help, it would A, help me, B, hurt someone else, C, neutral. (laughs) (laughs) I would do it for any of those reasons. Oh, you would like for me to put my hand on this Bible and tell you that I won't lie? Okay. Oh, that was one thing I liked about the Alex Jones, because in theory, he's a Christian. Yeah. And I I love, because it occurred to me, perjury must be harder for Christians. Yep. Because, like, they, they swore on a yeah, Bible. But I like... But the, also, he's he's a grifter. <laughs> but I like the, that you think that any high rank... Like, rich and, like, completely far right, but only because it benefits him and makes him money, whether or not he has all those beliefs that he actually says, whatever. Exactly. That doesn't matter. No. Like, none of them are actually Christian. No. 
it's just that's what their demographic that's is. Their so they base. have to say it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, like I don't think it. You, you could put his, both hands on double Bibles. Double it, Bs. It wouldn't matter. Holy shit. No, I, I agree though. That's that's completely true. But yeah, if I if I which ever, is like a but like not not an Alex Jones, but that's what made me think of it. But just like a regular Christian dude who like, yes, yes. like a, a real a real actual Christian religious person who can only save himself by lying on the stand. Yeah. Like, do you do it? I don't. I, don't I, I would imagine they don't. Yeah, I that's would. why everyone in jail is Christian, yeah. or converts to Islam. Well, they start Christian. Yeah, everyone who goes to jail is Christian. Everyone who leaves jail is Muslim. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they say, uh, yeah, Tom Hanks is a hero. He disappeared. No one, uh, he went, in, uh, went off and lived a new life and became good for him. the guy from Philadelphia. Became the guy from Philadelphia. Fucked Antonio Banderas and, uh, Bruce Willis. Uh, the author is the most famous man in the world. And, uh, I, th- what was the moral? <laughs> well, the moral was there's only two genders. Oh, JK. That's the moral. Yeah. And I don't mean just kidding. I mean J.K. Rowling. There are only two genders. (laughs) And yeah, like, it was very unclear, like, what they're trying to say at the end. Cause, cause they quote the, uh, what, uh, what good is a man if he gains everything but loses his soul line. And, uh, so, and it was like the opposite. they made it sound like it was the opposite for Hanks, like he lost everything and gained his soul, I guess. I don't know. He had to lie in court to do it. <laughs> yeah. And and then Bruce, who was uh, down and out in his job, then got got this story and became uh, more famous than any A-list movie star somehow. Uh, he, the implication is that he he gained everything and lost his soul, but he was a he, he was a piece of shit drunk before yeah. he was famous. So yeah. like, I don't really get <laughs> at the end of the day what they're saying. The moral of the story is be rich and white, and if you hit somebody with your car, just lie about it. Yeah, the moral of the story is fuck bitches get money. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> and that's why we're watching another Brian De Palma <laughs> movie next week. Yes, we are. The best Brian De Palma movie? I mean, it's one, one A or one B. Like the craziest it's, Brian De Palma movie. It fucking rules. Yeah. I've I, only seen it once, and I'm pretty sure it's the best movie I've ever seen. I haven't seen it. I can't fucking wait to see it. I am so hyped for this. It is Blowout. Two words. 1981. Blowout. Blowout. No, we're not doing Ludacris. <laughs> So it start, stars a uh, noted heterosexual actor, John Travolta. Straight, non-retarded man, John Travolta. <laughs> it's great. Like, the the you what you need to do when you're watching it is you do actually... Drugs? You, no. You need to... Can I? You, you need to fully pay attention because... I always the, pay attention. I, I don't believe you. The sound design of this movie is maybe the greatest sound design okay uh like sound effects fully music cues everything it's like the most perfect thing that's ever been made awesome yeah because i mean he's a sound engineer that's right so in the movie like not only that plays a huge part of it yeah so yeah yeah it's fucking it's amazing it's uh, it is legitimately maybe one of the best movies I've ever seen. I'm uh, I'm real hyped for this and uh, show show introer Nick Mullen agrees with you. There you go. So I don't know and he, how what, he can't be wrong about it. So I've never heard him. He's be not wrong, wrong before. I'm not wrong. Nope. They're the, carbon. The, the odds carbon. of both of you being wrong are 
astronomical. I know. So I I'm putting I'm willing to throw my weight behind this. Not unlike Antonio Banderas threw his weight behind. I've lost my train of thought. Good. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, ni- Tom Hanks, <laughs> ni- 1981. Yep. G- uh, noted heterosexual man John Travolta. Yep. Uh, Trinity Killer John Lithgow. Trinity Killer John Lithgow. <laughs> Nancy Allen, who I recognize, yeah, she's but in a bunch of stuff. Couldn't tell you another thing she was. In. Oh, RoboCop. Yeah, she's RoboCop. RoboCop she's... Two. Ro- oh, okay, okay. So for those who don't know Nancy Allen, you may know her as Anne Lewis from yeah. RoboCop. Yep. Yeah. Anne Lewis from RoboCop Two, or Officer Anne Lewis from RoboCop Three. Good one. And that's it. That's uh, yeah. no, she she's in she's stuff. in stuff. But yeah, she was I'm, big in the eighties. Yeah, that, and that's she definitely kind of, that's kind of a babe too. A little bit. Eighties, nineties were her decades. Yeah, she was kind of a little babe. And yeah. and then and of uh, course, uh, network TV ass shower Dennis Franz. Dennis Franz. Sipowitz. Sipowitz. Maybe will he will he show button this? Um, I'm not gonna tell you. You got to watch to find out. Okay. Is there's is there one other actor in it like that? That's somebody relatively. Um. John, I recognize John McMartin, sort of. He's been in some stuff. He was in All the President's Men, but I don't think as a major no. role. Uh, go, he's, go, he's dead. His yeah. last thing was an episode of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Sick. Uh, go back and then load up the whole cast. I feel like there's somebody who has like a might. My- oh, that's the whole cast? That's a lot of the oh, cast. Okay. I mean, I'll go all cast and crew. Because I was like, I feel like there's somebody who's got like a minor... Role in it, maybe not. Um, nobody particular. Is that, particu- that, that DL Hughley? Uh, EJ Doherty. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe not. Robin Sherwood, Barbara Siegel, Roger Wilson. Okay, Ro- Roger Wilson, the guy from Pink Floyd. Uh, yeah, he's a guy from Pink Floyd and the Beach Boys. Ah, <laughs> he's a uh, Roger Waters and Brian Wilson's kid. Uh, Deborah Everton. Is she she plays a hooker in this. Uh, she was in. Oh, she was the costume designer of star trek first contact yep oh she 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 is a costume designer who uh, that's why she played a hooker and played a, enough. a hooker. i guess she got to make her own hooker clothes perfect that's fun show off your assets j patrick mcnamara is a name i like what uh, maybe he's somebody who was like uh, yeah he's, he's he's someone he's private dubois in 1941 he's mr preston in both bill and ted yes, movies that's is who that, he is yeah. yeah he's uh keanu reeves dad ah yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. great name what a good what a good solid white name <laughs> j patrick mcnamara i think his first name's james Gotta be James Patrick McNamara. I'll, good, good Irish boy. I'll eat my hat if his first name isn't James. I'll eat your ass if his first name is not James. J. Patrick. Does he not have? Well, he's fucking a hundred years old. He doesn't get an. Uh, doesn't get a Wikipedia. Well, get on it. Because he. Uh, he doesn't even have a birth date, does he? He does not have yeah, a birth date. I don't date. think he gets enough. Uh, there's not enough information. About I need him. to know. God. Is he one of those guys who the initial doesn't stand for anything? Or maybe he's a Homer J. Simpson? Mm, the J stands for J. It's easy to see it. There you go. 
There's nothing. This man, this man is a ghost. He's he's off the grid. He has no first he's name. Leave, he's leave no trace. No birth date. Nothing. Yeah, he's leave no trace. I guess he's leave no trace. A movie that I think I need to be apologized to about because I really liked it, mm-hmm. and then. You told me that Adam hated it. Didn't hate it, but he or did, thought it was did bad. Not, did not rate it highly. And then you watched it, and you were like, it's pretty good. I, because I found Ben Foster so relatable. Right. I'm like, I cannot but wait to have the level of PTSD where I have to live in the woods. Yes. Now, after uh, recent affairs, whose opinion on movies are you going to trust more? Me without, without getting into details, you, or someone, I else. don't want to throw anyone under the bus. <laughs> but right now, you're you're in the lead. Okay, <laughs> then watch the new Ron Howard, and you can probably skip Predator. Okay, and what the hell's the new Ron Howard called? Uh, thirteen the, Dead End Drive. The, <laughs> thirteen Alive, I believe it's called. That actually sounds right. New movie. Um, a like a fairly large budget. Ron Howard directed movie with stars in it yeah, that I lives. did 13 not lives, thirteen lives not ah lives thirteen lives that I did not hear of until two days ago. Yep. Well, it's because uh, when things don't go to theaters, uh, you don't really. I guess pay I attention. wasn't. I guess I wasn't watching enough ads on Hulu <laughs> to uh, to catch this. I don't. One. Yeah, I don't think I actually ever saw any stuff. I knew he was making a movie. Yeah, but I knew it was that movie, for it? but I never saw any promotion for it. Yeah. But I think that's kind of what it is now, is that things just Did get... he direct Lucy and Desi? No, 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 no. Is that just a thing? That's uh, directed oh. by Amy Poehler. What? I think it's directed by Amy You're Poehler. out of your mind. That's the crazy... Drew, that's the I know craziest she, thing i I know she heard. directed a documentary that I watched somewhat recently, and I did see Lucy and Desi. Hold on. That's the documentary. That's not... The Javier okay. Bardem, Nicole Kidman. That's the that's being the being Ricardos? the Ricardos. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. This is a documentary. That's a le- okay. This has yeah. become a much less insane claim. Okay. okay yeah, yeah. I think it's directed by Amy Poehler. I will allow this. I don't know if you're right, but you're a lot less wrong than I thought you were a minute ah. ago. <laughs> there was a lot about it. Uh, directed yeah, by Amy fucking Poehler. Well, I mean, Amy Poehler is. Are you ever? Lucy, right? Can you? Do you ever not win? Who? You, you you just keep catching W's. Well, I don't tell you. Uh, you can't that, stop winning. That documentary is really good. There was a lot of stuff I didn't know, um, especially about How? their post-divorce lives. Mm. I did not know a bunch of they stuff. They each got half of the kid. And, yeah, cut yeah. them right down the middle. Solomon Lengthwise style. or sideways. I don't know. Vertical. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Um, I, I want left. Yeah, I'll take left. <laughs> um... It's, uh, the end, the, like, the last couple minutes are, like, pretty depressing. Pretty sad. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, Did, uh... When everyone remembered that she was never funny? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or when, uh, when, uh, well, it's, I mean, it's all when Desi's, like, dying. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's very heartbreaking. But, yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it. I think it's on Prime? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's on Prime. Catch it on Prime, guys. I believe I watched that while I had COVID. Good for you. Along with, like... 12 other movies that I didn't even choose to pick. I, oh, I, yeah, you just let... I just let things autoplay. Jesus took the wheel. was like, Netflix, what do you think I should watch whatever, next? That's whatever, my boy? Ne- okay. <laughs> I forgot you watched yeah. That's My Boy. <laughs> because Netflix decided... Well, it's because I think it's because I watched Talladega Nights, then I watched We're the Millers, 
Yeah. And then that it just queued up a comedy. How is Weird was... the Miller? Some people like it's that, good. I think. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Yeah. What's that? A Sudeikis? It's a Sudeikis, Aniston? a Jennifer Aniston, yeah. a uh, Emma Roberts, a Will Poulter. Is that his name? Yep. Uh, then there's a... He's got a weasel face. He's got a weasel face. Yeah. But he's uh, he's a Marvel guy now, so you gotta like him. Uh, yeah. What, was he Black Adam? Yeah, he's Black Adam. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, up and Black Adam. <laughs> Up and Black Adam. <laughs> uh, who else in that movie? Oh, uh, Ed Helm is also in it. Egg Helms. Eggs Helms. Which is actually an, uh, an Auntie Donna's Big Ol' House of Fun reference. Oh. Which is a very fun uh, Australian sketch show on Netflix. Huh. Check it out. I'll look it up. You'll enjoy it. It's um, a, a, a little Tim Robinson-y, a little Tim and Eric-y. It's, it's influenced by a lot of Tims. Okay, I like Tims. Yeah. It, Meadows. It, yeah. Robinson. Berland. Berland. <laughs> yeah. Berlake. <laughs> yep. And, of course, uh, our favorite, Tim Bustfield. Tim Bustfield. Field of Wet Dreams, starring Tim Bustfield. Nice. Starring. Starring. <laughs> Strong, but what are you going to do? So oh, um, I'm, a, I'm also a big Buck 2 fan. Of course, who who could forget Buck Two? One of the one of the finest Tims you'll ever see. We're uh, we're coming up on uh, two hours and thirty two minutes. That's we're- not bad. <laughs> you know what? It didn't feel forced at all. You know, that's oh, because we're so good. But you know why? Why? Because we actually reviewed the movie this time. Oh, we did talk about the movie. I guess for a when minute. you watch a movie that's good and you like it, you're like, oh. We should talk about this week, not just, I don't know, Crossroads was stupid, uh, nothing happened. Apparently we talked about Crossroads for maybe 15 minutes Yeah, that's right. Episode. Uh, push down a fight, or falls down a flight of stairs, loses baby, and Cullen Bohannon from Hell on Wheels. Done. <laughs> that's the whole movie. Yep. That's the important stuff. Yeah. There, you got, you got a bonus <laughs> Crossroads re-review this episode. We spoil you guys. So, yeah, and you know how you can return the favor? You can spoil us. You can spoil us. There's a lot of Criterions coming out that Drew would like to buy. Yeah, Drew's Drew's on that Criterion tip, and you can make I that st- happen. I still need to get drive my car. Mm. I still need. I still. Need, I still have to go park my car. Park my car. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot coming out that I want, so uh, it would be very, very nice of you all, y'all, y'all, y'all come back now. You hear? Yeah, here. Uh, to hook hook us up. PayPal.me slash not Scott Hansen and buy me one criteria. Buy him one criteria. They're Jesus only Christ, fifty dollars. They're Canadian. fifty bucks. Canadian. Send forty American and everyone's happy. All right. That I don't think that's too much to ask at all. And you know what? If you send eighty, I'll start buying criterions. Okay. How about that? The um, same ones I buy, or just any? The of exact same. I am going to match okay. <laughs> your Criterion oh, collection. Oh, for every donation made to my Criterion collection, that you'll also get yes. the exact Criterion? Matching donations. Matching donations. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my new move. I, I think that's going to work. Pretty and tight. if I'm right... Uh, this eh, episode... Right, <laughs> this episode sounded a lot better than the last two. Oh. Uh, which is weird, because I'm using one... Less, less level of making <laughs> the audio good, but uh, the last two, for whatever reason, they, uh, we sounded distant, and I don't know why, but I think I think this one sounds correct, so uh, let us know in the comments, or uh, give us a shout live on the air. 521 Rock, 521 Roll, baby. We'll see you next time.